Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Nothing's changed. That's coming right up, but right now it's that time. Wake up, America! <laughs> A little flat today, but not bad, okay? He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday, and we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, without further ado, my partner, my friend, not exactly in that order. You can reverse it if you like. The hardest working man in show business today. The one, the only, Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? I'm doing great, Andy Furman. Glad to be here with you. Now, what order do you put it in? Am I your radio partner or your friend first? Friend, of it? course, friend first. Of course, radio secondary. You know, just part of the gig. But uh, it's great. How was your week? Everything good? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. My mom is visiting me here in Portland, oh, Oregon. So it's very Beautiful. nice to hang out with her. We had some homemade tacos last night. Always a huge fan of Does homemade she eat tacos. The fruit bars? Does she eat the fruit bars with you in the morning? I, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. She's apple cinnamon. Uh, that's right. I've got a couple of apple cinnamon uh, Nutri-Grain bars ready to go right here. I would imagine so, but I don't know that. 
I'll report back next week, Andy. Please Furman. do. I'm not I got sure some great news. That. My son is back doing the sports updates. Brian Finley. And by the way, did you see hey. the video? Did he send you the video? He's doing like ESPN. I hate to mention those four letters over here, but he's doing some tennis, for college tennis, with a gal from Cincinnati, Jasmine Miner, on WCPO, the ABC affiliate, Channel 9 in Cincinnati. So Jasmine Miner and Brian Fenley getting together. He'll send you that tape. It's really, it's kind of, I'm impressed. I'm proud of him, really. Really? You raised him right. You dev- you were a deadbeat dad. You were gone for most of his life, but you yes, did raise him right. Yes. And he's starting to make moves. He's making things happen in the world of broadcasting. So we're very proud of him. Yes. And and you know what? This is great because for the first time in many a week, we have some news on the field, but we have some top-heavy news off the field, which we're going to get to today, which is wonderful. I love that. little controversy, if you will. But on the field yesterday, as I said, nothing's really changed because in college football, one, two, three, and four all won yesterday. So I would think that basically the college football standings, as far as the playoffs are concerned, will remain the same. LSU wins, Ohio State wins, Clemson wins, and Georgia wins yesterday. Yeah, I would imagine it stays unchanged. I think that you go with those top four. The one thing that I want to keep my eye on here is Bama because Tua Tungavailoa is lost for the season with the hip injury. I don't want to see Oregon leapfrog Alabama. And I think it's significant because that's the first team out of the playoff chase. But if... I I don't like this, Andy. I want to see how you feel about this. I'm curious what you think. I don't like that sometimes the playoff committee or voters in general, they will knock a team like Alabama down a couple of notches because one of their star players, Tua Tungavailoa, is hurt. I know this hurts Bama's chances to win a national championship if they got into the playoff, but I look at this more so by resume instead of, hey, what's the overall quality of your team? I don't think that Bama should all of a sudden get leapfrogged by Oregon just because Tua went down I still look at the resume now if you want to say well Oregon's resume we think that's a little bit more impressive than Bama okay I just don't see how beating Arizona all of a sudden it's like oh this is huge stuff this changes everything for Oregon we got to put them above Alabama I don't think what happened yesterday on the field with the two wins Alabama taking care of business against Mississippi State, Oregon beating Arizona. I don't think that's enough for Oregon to jump over Alabama, and that's significant where Bama fits in the pecking order as they race to be one of the final four teams. Well, first off, let's just say this. Let's clear the air by saying that Alabama is a better team overall than Oregon, number one. Number two, they play in a better conference than Oregon. And number three, Oregon, you look at their schedule, they got some weak links in there like Nevada and Montana they played early on this year. So I would take Alabama number one. Number two, I would say this, and I've always under the belief that at least in the NCAA basketball situation, the NCAA basketball committee never really penalized a team that had an injury. Now, I don't know why you would penalize Alabama with this injury. You still have to look at the entire body of work and how this team performed with him and maybe going forward without him. Uh, They're a better team, top to bottom, better personnel, and playing a better conference. So, Oregon, I'm sorry, you'll be on the glass pane looking in, breathing on the glass at number five. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of let's deduct points from a team if they have a major injury. Are you going to knock down LSU? A couple of notches if, heaven forbid, Joe Burrow gets hurt. 
You know, or the same thing with Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. I think you'll look at the body of work, and if there's a big-time injury, so be it. But I would judge those teams based on their resume, not just, hey, what's the – What's their health status? Because you right. start going down that path, and it where does it end? What if there's a big-time defensive end who's out? What if there's a stud linebacker, a stud wide receiver, whoever? I would just look at the body of work, look at the resume instead of the injury report. I'm with you right there. Now, this one game that kind of stood out in my mind, because I'm looking at Baylor. Baylor was undefeated going into the game yesterday, hosting Oklahoma. And they were up with like a 28-3, to something like that, 31-3. Yeah. I'm saying like, you know what? Yeah, and it's over. I mean, what's the big – and then Oklahoma comes out of the what, – what happened there? How, how do you blow a game like that? Really? Come on. Really? It's Come weird, on, right? man. It happens in football where you get off to a, a big-time lead and all of a sudden it starts to slip away, slip away. And it's hard for teams to maintain their same aggressiveness, their same edge. And you just start to feel Uncle Mo shifting over there. And also what was weird, Andy, is when Oklahoma's making this comeback, the biggest comeback in school history, by the way, erasing a 25-point deficit for Oklahoma, Jalen Hurts fumbles at the one-yard line when they were down by two touchdowns. So it's not as if things are going great for Oklahoma the whole time they're erasing that deficit. Baylor kind of got a couple of breaks along the way, and it still slipped away, man. That was a big-time choke job. 34-31 the final. And, you know, good year for Baylor, obviously, going in there undefeated. Another undefeated team falls yesterday. Minnesota loses yesterday. So, basically, they had a big jump last week, but they'll be jumping backwards this week. Yeah, well, by the way, real fast, though, on Baylor, I thought it was interesting where they came into this week ranked 13th, and they were undefeated. And I thought of, you know I thought of, Andy Furman? UCF. It's the first team I thought of because all the UCF honks, this is personal. They just don't like us because we're not a power five team and yada, yada. No, they just didn't like you because you didn't play anybody. It's the same thing with Baylor heading into this week before they played Oklahoma. That was the 13th ranked team. There are teams that have lost two games that were ahead of Baylor. And they're looking at Baylor, a team from the power five conference, And they're saying your non-conference schedule is Stephen F. Austin, UTSA, little Texas San Antonio action right there, and Rice. (laughs) That's what you got. And you haven't played anybody ranked in the Big 12. So the playoff committee is like, play somebody of note and we'll rank you higher. So it was never as personal as fans made it out to be why UCF was lower in the rankings. Baylor's proof of that. That's why fans are great, really. But they're not that great in South Bend, Indiana, because Notre Dame beat up on Navy 52-20. And I'm trying to find out if that game was, in fact, a sellout, because the big story prior to the game, it was not. Okay, but it's the biggest story prior to the game that the sellout streak was going to end at 273 games. And, and the story, I guess, was just ended there. And I didn't see the final sort of score, but maybe the story was buried that they didn't sell out. And then the athletic director came out with Swarbrick. The athletic director said that because they had three home games in November, including mm-hmm. that win over Virginia Tech, that was a factor why the streaks had come to an end. That's weak. That's real weak. If you got normal fans, you got dedicated fans, they don't care if you have five home games in a row. Hey, Swarback, that is weak. It really is. I mean, give me another excuse, but don't give me that one. I I mean, it's true, though, Andy. I know it sounds lame, but it's not exactly the Hawaiian tropics in South Bend oh, know, in November, know. you know? <laughs> so it was close. It was close to a sellout. Not quite. It's unfortunate. The streak ends at 273 straight 
home sellouts. I look at it, it's like, what, was it in the 30s? It was still a pretty nice day for this time of year in South Bend. If you're anywhere near that area, you should have gone. Keep the streak alive. What are you doing, right? So Nebraska... Their streak continues 374. Yeah, and that's not the tropics. Believe me, Lincoln, Nebraska is not in the tropics. That's true. Absolutely very true. But think how long it takes for a streak. It's not like they're playing a ton of home games each year. It takes decades to compile a streak as long as Nebraska's or even Notre Dame's that came to an end sadly yesterday. Yeah, I, I hate to see things like that end, but you know what? You have a streak, and, and you're kind of like on the ropes with that streak. You know, shame on you, Notre Dame, for not getting the entire community in South Bend and the surrounding regions involved. I mean, really. Just, I don't know, think it's shame on Notre Dame. I think it's shame on Notre Dame fans. Right, but Get they could have got a kid. No, Go. but the average fan, no, honestly, the average fan living in some hut in South Bend, Indiana, is, doesn't know there's a streak going on. But the fact that it was publicized <laughs> like 48 to 72 hours prior to the game, I think they could start banging the drums in South Bend and Notre Dame and say, hey, let's keep the streak alive. Come on, let's come to the game. And they didn't oh, do yeah. it. Like, if I'm in town and I don't have, you know, a show to do or my Saturday is free, you best believe I would go to the game in an effort to try to keep that streak alive. Absolutely. I would have given tickets away to boys clubs, to charity organizations, just to keep the streak alive. That's how stupid they are. Give them away. You got underprivileged groups there in South Bend. You know about that. You were one of them. You lived in South Bend. You were an underprivileged kid. You could have gone to the game. It's got strangely personal all of a sudden. I know, Uh, I know. I like how you're fired up about this. I didn't realize this, of all stories, was going to touch a nerve for you this morning. Well, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I'll back off. But still, I mean, come on. Keep the streak alive. It's bad. Keep it alive. Keep it alive. Keep it alive. Right. Boy, we got so much going on here today. I can't wait. I'm pumped. I am. And I'm, I'm excited because the Bengals, I know I'm not supposed to talk oh about gosh. that. Oh, my gosh. If you talk Bengals game, before no, no, Tunga Vailoa or Colin Kaepernick, I'm going to come over there to Kentucky and slap you around. You, can, I, can I tell you what? Can I show off? Can I brag a little bit to you? Because the game is late. It's a late game. It's like a 4.30 game today, Eastern time. And I'm watching the game today with Kenny Anderson. How's that? The, the guy who should be in the Football Hall of Fame, the former quarterback for the Bengals. I'm watching the game with him this afternoon. So I'm gonna That's get, awesome. I'm gonna, the guy who got his helmet ripped off by right, Howie Long. Right. He got his head turned around. It was unbelievable. Like 180 <laughs> degrees. I think he still looks the other way sometimes. I don't know. However, Number 14. I, with there you the, go. Uh, it wasn't quite the Joe Theismann single bar face mask, but it was right. darn close. Yes, Very it was. Close. But Andy, and he let Andy Dalton wear number 14. That's the kind of guy he is. He's a hell of a guy. He's a friend, and he's coming to town today, and I'm going to watch the game with him. So I'm going to learn a lot about football today. Because all these weeks that you and I talk about it, people know I know nothing. I'm an idiot. I don't know much. But Kenny Anderson is going to teach me in a, in a quick course this afternoon. Are you going to How's smoke that? cigars? No, I, I think that in the establishment we're going to, I don't think smoking is per- permitted. However, I think there might be some sort of like an outdoor area. Perhaps you can. Uh-huh. With a, I'll, I'll bring some with me, okay. you know, just in case. Just, just in, in case. case. I like the yes. just in case stash. Just in case. The That's emergency. Smart. That's good yeah. planning. I love it. Brian, no, I love you. I really do. I'm Andy Furman together with Fox Football Sunday. And by the way, we're brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, powering your connected life. And of course, our lineup today. Bronx Talk Radio in this hour. Hour number two. Yes, we got another hour. Bottom barrel betting. And in the third hour, yes, we're so good they gave us three. Alex Marvez, the Sheik, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. He'll join us. And then Brian No and those picks. But you can get to us. It's very easy. Even a simpleton could do it. On Twitter, 
at the No Show, N O E Show, at Andy Furman FSR, 877 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And I'll say one thing. I know that lunatic from Brooklyn, New York, right, who always calls us, he may not call today. The Giants have a bye. Maybe he won't call today. Why would Marcel. you call Marcel a lunatic? He's a lunatic. That's outrageous right there. Into it. We need we to get our Clemson breakdown. And you're putting that in jeopardy. I don't take kindly to that, Andy Furman. You let you him shape the, up. All right? He's in the rubber room. Around NC State. I don't I know how he report. dials the phone with that straight jacket on, really. I don't know how he gets what? it done. Maybe he's got the, the auto phone. I you're don't in know. in rare form this morning, uh, Andy We'll continue. Furman. All right. By the way, this was no way for adults to behave. We'll explain that in just about a minute. Go. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline when you're an american express platinum card member don't be surprised if you say things like chef what course are we on i've I've lost count or shoot that shoot that and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpresscom slash with amex terms apply hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode nothing to do with anyone personally but creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know the basketball nerds are like, you know who's ready to catch creighton you know watch creighton they fight and i'm like i don't want to watch creighton because i agree with shane and the dude today creighton's never gonna win anything stop talking to me about creighton they're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs>
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Why is he playing? We'll get to that in just about a minute. 20 minutes past the hour on Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And of course, of course, we've got to go to Twitter because... You know, the acronym Mr. Nice Guy, it fits him to a T. Because Mr. Nice Guy, and I guess you got the tweet as well, B, says, I think that the Notre Dame fans should be applauded for selling out 273 in a row. Okay, they were. Now it's time to slap them around a little bit. Where were they they for 274? But you're Mr. Nice Guy. Okay, I can't argue with you. You take the upside, and I look at the dark hole. I'm in the dark side. Okay, that's just Well, he's right. He's right, Andy. They do deserve to be applauded for 273 straight sellouts. That's an awesome streak. I just want it, if it's going to end, I want blizzard-like conditions. I want you know this horrific, the world might be ending type forecast where you say, okay, all right, you don't want to go there with icicles hanging off your beard. Okay, fine, I get it. Yesterday for this time of year is beautiful for um, South Bend. It wasn't nearly bad enough to justify that streak coming to an end. Plus, Navy was ranked. This is the first time they right. said it yesterday. I can't remember, but it's the first time in like forty years that both teams had been ranked when they're playing each other. So Navy came in with one loss. They didn't come in with like five losses. It was a decent matchup, and the streak ended. I don't like it. You don't Where like were it they? Where were they? Okay, I'll tell you what I do like. Justin Vance, who's been a longtime follower of us on Twitter and a, a regular for this show, doesn't call much, but he's there. We know he's out there. And I made a wager with him, and uh, I lost one, and I did pay up, and I sent him what he needed. And we bet, uh, I think I did bet Did you send the him jet. the wrong thing, like me? No, I got him cigars. There was, oh, there was okay. no specifics. Right. He just right. wanted cigars. So I, I was like, walked down the street, picked up a couple of cigars in the street, put them in an envelope, mailed to him. But uh, I I made a wager with him. I said the Jets would win several weeks ago, and I won that wager. And I'm waiting for my cigars. And today wow. he tweets me. He says, I'm going to call the cigar shop tomorrow, Strauss Tobacconist in Cincinnati. I'll order them. What brand and what location do you want to pick them up at? He's a gentleman. That's He's good. a mensch. I love that. He's a good man. And I will continue to wager with him throughout the year. I really will. I'm glad he didn't stiff you on the payment. It's I didn't route, stiff you. Right? I got the yeah. wrong stuff. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. I'm not. That wasn't oh. passive aggressive oh, toward okay. you. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I, right. Yes, you got me the wrong Nutrigrain bars. It's okay. It's all I'm right. Still looking. I, I'm not I'll taking it personally. But uh, yeah, I'll uh, take pictures of you for you, so you know Please. it's apple cinnamon, and you can make right on that. And right? I'll make. I'll send you a crate for Christmas. That's what I'll do. By the that way, thing. sounds good. Thursday night. It was Thursday night fights. You know they got the Friday night SmackDown on Fox, but oh, Fox man. had the Thursday night fights with the Brown Steelers, and a couple of things came to mind. Watches embarrassing, uncalled for, obviously dangerous. But the qu- the question has to be: Who is at fault? And people are oh my gosh, How crucifying Miles Garrett. I mean, really. And I still believe, I still believe that the quarterback, oh, Mason no. Rudolph. Don't tell me you're one of these He people, instigated please. it. He oh, started stop. the fight. No, this what? is ridiculous. He got away with it, though. Why is he not suspended? Why, why is, is he not Mason suspended? Because he didn't do anything that's suspendable. That's why. It. Did you he see provo- the tape? Big deal. Okay, here's the thing. For you and for all the people like you who are sitting here saying, suspend Mason Rudolph. Yes, yes. If Miles Garrett doesn't hit Mason Rudolph in the head with Mason Rudolph's own helmet, no one is calling for a suspension for Mason Rudolph. Nobody. 
Not anything where he's twisting Miles Garrett's helmet on the pile like before they got up and everything. That's not suspendable. That's maybe a flag, maybe a fine, maybe. There's no way that's suspendable. Mason Rudolph. People saying he should have been suspended. I watched it laughable more than one occasion. I watched it over and over and over again. Mason Rudolph basically went to Miles Garrett's helmet to say, "I'm going to take your helmet off," basically, and then Garrett came back and said, "Well, I'll show you how it's done," and he ripped off his helmet, and then Mason Rudolph kicked him in the groin while he was on the ground. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. That's not true. He didn't kick him in the groin. Go back and watch it real okay. closely. His legs are flailing around a little. That's not a kick to the groin at all. But you see these clowns on Twitter that take screenshots of it. Right. And they're like, oh, he just kicked him right there in the man's. No, he, he didn't. He was involved in the melee. Flailing around a little bit. Here's but he the wasn't other part, in Andy. In, if, okay. if Miles Garrett doesn't swing the helmet at Mason Rudolph, let's just say like he rips Mason's helmet off right. but doesn't hit him in the in the head with his own helmet. Miles Garrett isn't suspended for that, just for ripping a helmet off. That's not suspendable. He's not sitting out for a game. The only reason he's out indefinitely is because he clubbed him over the head with well, the helmet. So well, all these we're not clowns, that. Miles like, Garrett I can't believe you're one of these people to, today, Andy Furman. For all these people saying Mason Rudolph should be suspended a game, he wouldn't have been suspended. Miles Garrett wouldn't have been suspended for actually being successful Mason ripping a guy's Rudolph helmet up. That's was the gasoline that put on the fire. Mason Rudolph was the gasoline that created the fire. Oh, and, stop. And what made me, so what made me even That's such sick. a wretched take. I can't what, believe you this morning. Yeah. I'm taking out some of my venom on you. I apologize, Good. Please Andy, do. Please do. There's a lot of the, there was a hashtag twen- trending the other night. Hashtag suspend Rudolph. One game. These people are yes. a bunch of clowns. You know what's it even is worse? so ridiculous to the say term, he deserves the, to be suspended. The term chutzpah is involved here with Rudolph's agent, Tim Younger. Younger initially said on Thursday he was going to explore legal action against Garrett. No. Then they backed off on Friday. Yeah. Legal? you got to be kidding me. You're lucky, Younger, that your guy's still playing. Really? And I'm no, sure there are no. people out there listening to us. Maybe no one's listening to us. I don't know. But if you are listening to us, I know you'll agree with me on this, that Mason Rudolph was an instigator and sh- was involved in the melee and should be punished not as deeply as no, Miles Garrett, no, but he should be punished. No. Is he even no, getting fined? No. I-, I read somewhere he's getting fined 250000 Maybe. I don't that, know. No. That, that, the two teams got fined $250,000 apiece. You're not fining Mason Rudolph $250,000. You see these hits by week by week. You get fined ten, twenty thousand. You're not fining Mason Rudolph a quarter of a million dollars. That's absurd. No, like it just. I can't believe that you will not even think that these people are like, like again. Take the if if Mace if Miles Garrett doesn't hit him in the head with his own helmet, nobody is talking about a suspension with everything being the exact same way. Where Mason Rudolph tries to pry Miles Garrett's helmet off, Mason Rudolph runs after Miles Garrett. Let's just say that's the end of it. There's no clubbing with the helmet. No one, nobody is calling for a suspension. So it's just because Miles Garrett goes lunatic for a minute and, he and hits him with the help. Now all of a sudden Rudolph deserves a suspension. It's a joke. Total joke. You know what's the biggest joke? Here's the bigger joke. 
Okay, Mason Rudolph, and you don't and you don't appreciate my take, and that's okay. We could agree to disagree. The bigger joke is that I'm hearing people say that Mason Rudolph, I mean that uh, Miles Garrett should not have been suspended at all oh, because of his background. This is the first time he's ever had something oh, like this. Stop. I mean, I've heard that too, which that's is ridiculous. Terrible. You get punished for what you've done, and that's it. Big deal. Now people are saying that Miles Garrett may be suspended for the entire year next year, and that to me is a no. joke. That's, That's a, he's got to play next year. And but here's the what. thing, Andy. Yeah. I've been one of the very few that has stood up for Vontez Perfect. It was a, a laughable that Vontez Perfect was suspended for 12 games. It was essentially agree. 12 and a half games. I agree with you. Because he got ejected against the Colts way back in week four for a helmet-to-helmet hit on Jack Doyle. And we know it wasn't just because of that. It's because of his track record. We passed discretions with yes. him. That was the problem. Numerous dirty hits and all of that. But he came out. He did an, an interview with The Athletic, and he was like, that was a helmet-to-helmet hit. That was a play on the field. What Miles Garrett did was a complete non-football act. He hit a quarterback in the head with his own right. helmet. Right. And he's like, what about me? I'm getting suspended for 12 games for that. I don't know if Miles Garrett is going to be suspended at all next season. I think he should. He, I don't but think so. You've got I don't to think see Miles Garrett suspended for six games next season also, along with the six games this season, to equal that suspension for Vontez Perfect. I, I, I think it's apples and oranges. Right if Miles Garrett isn't suspended as long as Vontez I, I don't think Perfect you could compare is. the two. You're right in one sense, the fact that one was a football situation, one was a non-football, even though it was on the football field. However, I'll go one step further. The fact that Vontez Perfect had several, more than one, more than three, more than five past discretions and tons of fines, and this one was like the icing on the cake. They said, okay, that's it for him. I would go one step further. If, in fact, the Browns make the playoffs, which I don't think is ever going to happen, and it may not happen in my lifetime, but if they were to make really? the playoffs this year, I think that Miles Garrett should be able to play in the playoffs. Nope, nope, suspended for the season, and they're not no, going to we'll make see. it anyway, so you don't have to worry about yeah, that. Exactly they're going to make it in your lifetime, Andy Furman. <laughs> they're, 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 they have too much talent not to make it, but... I think it's absurd. If I have, let's just say in a normal everyday life, if I have a couple of, you know, big time offenses, you know, breaking the law, I've got grand theft auto, whatever. I've got some serious stuff on my resume. I'm not going to jail for 25 years for stealing a Snickers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's what I look at with Vontez Perfect. Yeah, he had a history. He had a track record. He had some dirty hits and he was suspended for other things, but because of a helmet-to-helmet hit of Jack Doyle. And Doyle, by the way, said, yeah, there's nothing dirty about that. It was just a football play. I don't know what the big deal is. <laughs> the guy who got hit was saying that. You think Mason Rudolph right. is like, yeah, no big deal. It's just no, and I'll say kind the of the course perfect. of action. You, know, you get head, hit in the head with your own helmet from time to time. It happens. Normal Thursday night in the, at the office. No, that's not the case. It was completely heavy-handed and totally over the top with suspending Vontez Perfect for 12 games. Ridiculous. Com- comments welcome be. right now. 877-99 on Fox. That translates to 877-996-6369 or at the no-show or at Andy Furman FSR. But the division is theirs to win. That's next. But first, he's back. My son, I love him dearly. Brian Finley with the latest hey, LOB. Daddy, I miss you so much. Hey, it's so hey. glad to be back. You look great on that tape. Hey. Can you send a copy to B? I, I, I will. I will, yeah. guys. Yeah, I'll show 
show you some of my tennis work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pretty good. You like Jasmine? Uh, she's great. Yeah, yeah she, she was is. so fun to work with. She's and a college, uh, college tennis player, too. She is, yeah. She yeah. had some great insight. Played we had for a the lot Ducks of, of Oregon. She did. She played for yeah. the Ducks. She played for Georgia Tech. And now she's a reporter in Cincinnati. Yes. Yeah, roaming your universe. According to NFL Network, Bears running back David Montgomery is a game-time decision tonight against the Rams. He's dealing with an ankle issue. Eagles running back Jordan Howard is out with a shoulder issue today against the Patriots, so Philly is going to activate Jay Ajayi. Jets running back Le'Veon Bell primed to play despite being weighed down by an illness along with rib and knee issues. And ESPN is reporting 49ers tight end George Kittle, who is burdened with knee and ankle injuries, will not play today against the Cardinals. College football from yesterday, Tua Tungavailoa will miss the rest of the season. He dislocated his hip in number 5 Bama's 38-7 throttle of Mississippi State, while top-ranked LSU is able to win against Ole Miss 58-37. Joe Burrow, five touchdown passes. Georgia triumphs as the SEC East title winner after a 21-14 takedown of Auburn. And number six, Oregon, is able to dispatch Arizona 34-6. So with that, the Ducks take the Pac-12 North and book a spot in the Pac-12 championship coming up. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Back to the experience of listening to my daddy and his good friend Brian Talk on the radio. Yes, big daddy. His name is Brian. No, not Brian Talk. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you. See you next hour. There you go. By the way, two quarterbacks. With very big questions. We'll get to that in just about a minute. He is Brian No, not Brian Talk. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. And welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800 947 Auto. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And of course, Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P in less than 10 minutes. But uh, you know, it amazes me because Mr. Nice Guy, and I wish I had the personality of him. Because everything is is roses and uh, and just cherries on top. It's wonderful. Mr. Nice Guy on Twitter, Mason Rudolph's punishment should be assuming the position of quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. How's that? Pretty good, Mr. Nice Guy. I like that. He has the hardest head of anybody on earth. Who, Mr. Well, he nice got guy? cracked in the head, and he was like, ref, you see that? Where's the flag? He didn't even react like, oh, my gosh, that hurt like crazy. He just just brushed that off completely. It was crazy. Yeah, I was waiting to see blood, to be honest with you, really. But, uh, you know, it's funny. There's one guy who obviously wants blood from the NFL, Colin Kaepernick. And they, they, the story in the New York Times on Thursday said the Cincinnati Bengals were 3-1 to one odds to sign him, yet the Bengals weren't even down in Atlanta yesterday to watch him practice at that open practice, which was moved to a high school field rather than the Atlanta Stadium where they play their football games. So this whole situation right now, and I'm reading stories, B, that they're saying it's a publicity stunt. It's not a publicity stunt. I mean, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, a movement by the NFL to make peace with the NFLPA when negotiations start. Well, I look at both sides, the NFL and Kaepernick's camp, and I'm like, what are you doing? Let's start with the NFL, where this workout was going to be yesterday, on Saturday, right? Yes. And they alert Kaepernick and his camp on Tuesday. They give him hardly any heads up. So Kaepernick's camp is like, can we make it Tuesday when workouts normally happen? So head coaches and GMs can be there. NFL's like, no, Saturday. And they're like, well, can it be the following Saturday? This isn't much of a heads up. No, Saturday, this Saturday. Don't explain why. No reasons. Weird. 
I don't know why the NFL handled it that way. It was clumsy. It was clunky. Didn't yep. make any sense to me. And then Kaepernick, a half hour before the workout that's supposed to be at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility, they come up with a statement and they're like, yep, not going to do it that way. We're going to go off on our own and have this other workout. Media is invited. You can see it. And it just changes. The NFL comes out. We're disappointed. This shouldn't be the way it went down. And to me, I don't know why Cap is going about it that way. You need to prove to teams it's not about your arm strength and what you right. can do on the field. It's not about that. That hasn't been a question. It's about are you going to be a pain in the butt right. if somebody brings you onto their team? And, and he didn't do anything to solidify himself in the minds of these teams of like, yeah, we, we think that it's not going to be as difficult as it possibly could be. Because yesterday, when you put out your statement a half hour before the workout that the NFL arranged and saying, we're going to do our own thing, I, you you didn't put a lot of minds at ease by going right. about it that way. I think it was a bad approach by him. He's an angry young man. By the way, here's Colin Kaepernick on being ready and waiting for the NFL. Take a listen. Our biggest thing with everything today was making sure we had transparency in what went on. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here shoulder today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here. We're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I interview with any team at any time. I've been ready. I'm staying ready. And I'll continue to be ready. We'll continue to give you updates as we hear. We'll be waiting to hear from Roger Goodell, the NFL, the 32 teams. We'll let you know if we hear from them. Ball's in their court. We're ready to go. Cap, why do you got to put a wall between yourself and the NFL? It's not like Antonio Brown is like capping up two. Really, why do you got to put a wall between the league and yourself? You know, you're, you're able, you're ready. There's 64 quarterbacks in the league. 32 teams, each team has two quarterbacks. There's room for you somewhere on the roster. But you're killing yourself with this wall and barrier that you're putting up. Well, I just don't think it's a, it's a great approach. I don't think he did himself any favors yesterday. Um, by handling it the way he did. And it's unfortunate because he's completely talented enough to be one of the 64 quarterbacks in the NFL. It's insane that he's not there. But the situation is what it is. And all these teams, they're asking themselves one simple question. They're thinking about bringing Kaepernick aboard, which is, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because we know, sadly, it shouldn't happen, but the circuit's going to come to town in terms of media attention if you acquire Colin Kaepernick. Now, all of a sudden, you've got this other question of, based on what transpired yesterday, is this guy going to be a pain for us? Is he going to be high maintenance? Is he going to be doing his own thing? Or is he going to be having the team in mind? Because yesterday was... Him, I'm going to do my own thing. It was great for Facebook and Instagram likes. It's not great for his chances to get back in the NFL the way he handled it yesterday. I thought it was clunky. I don't think he did a good job. I couldn't agree more. But, you know, I, here's my question. Why now? 
You know, why was it done at this point in time? Why not before the season? Why not after the season? Why now? I mean, why on the 16th of November? Who picked that date and why? And does he expect to be put on a roster between now and the end of the year? I I don't understand the timing. I just don't get that. The first part was the NFL. And again, I point the finger at them too. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Why would you insist it's this Saturday? Why would you insist on certain things? being the way that you want them or not providing answers as to why this Saturday. If you're going to go down this road and you're going to show, hey, hey, we're we're open-minded to him being back in the league, then why all of a sudden, if you have any foresight whatsoever, you know how people are going to take the way you arrange this workout and the way you structure it. Why would you do it that way to help a lot of your fan base think you're just going through the motions. You don't really want him back there. Why would you handle it like that? So I look at both Kaepernick, the way he handled it yesterday, and the NFL handling this workout the way they arranged it similarly, which is, well, you guys, you're not doing yourselves any favors at all on either side the way you went about it. Well, I, I think the NFL realizes they're going to have some uh, bargaining chips over there with the NFLPA, and this is one of the bargaining chips. They say, hey, we took care of Kaepernick. We let him come back and try out. So I think that's what they did. It was a, a gesture of goodwill and peace, and that's basically nothing more. I think they knew behind closed doors that no one's ever going to sign him. He's not going to get signed. It was a clumsy, clunky showing of good faith. Right. All you have to do is say, okay, that's cool. Yeah, let's make it this coming Tuesday when workouts typically are. No problem. <laughs> what's what's the problem in doing that? But they were unwilling. It was it was weird what the NFL did for sure. Yeah, it, it was. It didn't do any good for the NFL and or Colin Kaepernick. It didn't do any yeah. good for either no. one of them. And you know what? We're going back to the drawing board. He's still not going to get signed. And after what he said, the statement he said, "Don't run from me." Why would you say that? You know, if he had some handlers that had some common sense, he could have said. I appreciate the NFL giving me this opportunity. Bite your lip to say it, but say it, right? Right, or just go to the workout that was arranged, crush it, you know? Right. And then come out with your own statement. You could put out an Instagram video, put it on right. Twitter, social media. What You could have the same message. We're not running. I've been ready for three years. Whatever you want to say. But it's like, why would you a half hour before the NFL set up this workout say, nah, screw that, I'm going to do my own thing? Why? Why? You're just sending out the message, I'm high maintenance, beware. Like, why would you want that message out there if you truly want that? And back why in the would league? you want media there? I mean, you're exactly right. You got social media, get your own people to come out there, put it on Instagram, Facebook, and everything else on your own. Why yeah. do you, media's not going to do any good or bad for you, yeah. and they're going to write in your corner. Most of the media people are in your corner anyway, they really are. So what are you worried about? I don't yeah. understand. I don't it, care. It, it, was, it was clunky. And I think this is where I can totally understand how Cap would be taking this personally. Yeah. I mean, he has every right to take it personally. He's been out of the league for three years. But sometimes when you get emotional and, and charged up, you make some decisions that aren't great. And I think that's what happened yesterday. I think that was an emotional response to the last three years being out of the NFL. But even though he has the right to be emotional like that, Mm-hmm. He didn't go about it in a way that would put him in a better spot to be on an NFL roster. And if that's the goal, I don't think that's the approach to take. I'm with you right there. Brian, no Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And by the way, there's only one place to settle a sports argument. Not here on Fox Football Sunday. It's the Bronx. And we're going there. It's Bronx Talk Radio. And it's freaking next. 
You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Bronx Talk Radio right around the bend. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Frum, and we're brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard will not hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Let's go to the Bronx! Guys, guys, guys. it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. We'll be talking a lot about Miles the great, Garrett. The, the great, great Chris I am great. I am great and fantastic. Oh, Let's also talk about Miles Garrett, who is great and fantastic. We, you guys have set the table pretty well, but I just want to bring a headline here from way back when he was getting drafted. Quote, uh, Miles Garrett, a quiet pacifist. Was he very quiet or pacifistic? 
Oh, it's one time. Come on. You never went crazy in your life once. Come I've on. gone crazy every time, and so have you, Andy freaking Furman. Yeah, You've always gone crazy on me. You, are, you aren't going crazy on the, the right person over here. If there's anyone to go crazy on, it's Miles Garrett. You've got, like, kid gloves. Like, hey, you haven't gone crazy once or twice in your life. Back off this guy who hit nuts, a guy in the right? head with his own helmet who he outweighs by 40 pounds. You're obnoxious over here, Andy. He freaked out one time. So what? He's going to freak out more than one time, I'll tell you that. He's going to out on the Notre Dame home sellout streak coming to an end more than you did Miles Garrett. Shame on you. You want to jail? What do you want him to do? You want to hang him? Come on. Well, let's go to another guy. Let's go to another guy New York may have wanted to try to do harmful things to. Now find a new perch. Carmelo Anthony is freaking back. He is back with the Portland Trailblazers, a team that... uh, Brian, for some freaking reason, knows. I don't know why. He's never left the Bronx in 30 years. But uh, Mello's back. Your thoughts? Yeah. The Blazers are losers and so is Mello. Listen to you. Listen to you. The Blazers are off to a horrific start so far this season. They won last night against San Antonio. That was uh, Because of Mello. Mello helped him win it. But they're struggling. They're out of the gate slowly at 5-8. and Yeah. They swung. They took a shot in the dark with Mello. You know, maybe he can jumpstart them a little bit. Their power forwards stink to the high heavens. It's a non-guaranteed contract. It's right. worth a shot in the dark. Yeah. All right, I got to get to this story, and we are devoting the rest of Bronx Talk Radio to this story. It is not a sports story, but I'm declaring it's it, a sports it, right now. Is it Andy Furman growing a pair and actually no. criticizing Let's Miles go. Garrett? Let's go. Let's go. Hanky downs. You want to see him? I don't want to see them. Let's go to Indiana where good things happen all the time. Whenever I lead a story saying we're going to freaking Indiana, you know it's a calm story. Uh, This story, you're just going to have to trust me on this. We're going to go slowly through this and let you get to the reaction. Three judges were in Indianapolis for a conference. They went out drunk at 3 a.m. looking for a strip club called the Red Gata. They got there. The strip club was closed at 3 a.m. because, of course, it was. So they decide they're going to go to White Castle instead. So they're outside White Castle, and one of them decides to flip the bird to a passing guy in an SUV, as you do. Two guys get out of that SUV, a fight breaks out, and ends with two of the judges freaking shot. Oh, no. (laughs) State of Indiana calls it a, uh, let me get this here, a disgrace. It calls it an embarrassment, a loss of trust in the judiciary system. I call that a good freaking fight. That's even worse than Miles Garrett. Really? It's crazy they got shot. Now, that's all kidding aside. That's wild over there. But what are these judges doing? Maybe It's a wild night. Maybe they did Dine and Dash at White Castle. I don't know. Everything was fine if you go into an adult entertainment spot. Okay. If you're going out to White Castle. All right. Well, you're flipping the bird. These guys are loose cannons over here. They should have went to Shapiro's Deli in Indy. Listen to you. Listen to you. I think they're crazy enough to criticize Garrett, though. No, please. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. He's out. Is his team out too? Well, we'll get to that in just about a minute. But right now, let's hear it. It's time to say, wake up, America. Come on now. Wow. Where's the crow? Where's the hawk? Where is he? I didn't even know. Wow. All right. Falling asleep on the Not job. Bad. What Gee, is happening here? Come on. You didn't feed him, that's right. By the way, he's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. I Furman. think our guy was reading the Hong Kong Times for a second over there. Chris P., is that what Maybe was going on? Maybe he took the hawk out for a walk or something. I don't know. Yeah, the South China Morning Post. Maybe that no. was We all was make mistakes. On. Yeah, all that's right. true. I shouldn't be too... Uh, uh, it's how it happens, you know? Hey, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com. Why? For a 
free rate quote. That's why. Here he is, my guy. He's always on time. He's the hardest working man in show business today. He's my friend. He's my partner. He's the brains of the outfit. He's the one and only Dr. Brian. No, hello, B. Hour two. We're rocking and rolling. I didn't realize meth was as affordable as it is. <laughs> That's a great drop right there. That's one of the uh, beautiful drops taken out of context from Bronx Talk Radio. Always a pleasure to be with you here on a it's Sunday great. morning, Andy Furman. I mean that. And well, I got a, a brief you. confession for you real fast here. Okay. So a co-worker of mine named Justin Myers, we worked together in Portland, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were talking about everybody has a sign that they might be a serial killer. Mine is that I wear cargo shorts to the gym. That's what they think my sign that I might really? be a serial killer is. He said that one of his signs is that he doesn't shampoo his hair. Oh, he, no. he doesn't shampoo it at all. I'm like, what? You don't use shampoo? Like he's like, maybe just before a haircut, that's it. Ugh. And so he's like, you got to try it. So I've committed to it. It's been a little over a week. Oh. I just wash my hair. Haven't used shampoo. It itches like crazy. I don't know why anyone would want to do that. You know, Stop you, it. You probably have bugs in there. That's why. Probably, man. I don't know what's uh, going on up there. I don't there, think but. it's a serial killer. I think it's a it's an uncouth, unhygienic pig. That's what he is. And you could tell him I said so, really. <laughs> I'll pass along that message. I like Please that. Please do, really. Give him my Twitter handle. There we go. Uh, you know, we talked about the college football deal and the, the first four teams basically going into yesterday's play was LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia. And that shouldn't change come Tuesday night because all 4 one but the team that was number five looking in with their nose to the paint of the glass was Alabama. They won. They won big at Mississippi State 38-7, but they lost their quarterback. Tua goes down. And, you know, honestly, I question him playing with the bad ankle a week ago. Now it's a hip situation. He's gone for the year. And who knows what's going to happen with his career. I worry about that down the road. I, and I, I'm not so worried about Alabama not getting into the Final Four. I worry about the kid. I really do. Wait, so you questioned him playing against LSU last week? Yes, health-wise, yes. What's more important, the kid's health or a game? Well, I mean, he was cleared to play. I know he's not 100%, but he showed that he was healthy enough to throw for around 400 yards Uh, against LSU. He was gimpy. He was gimpy on that ankle. Okay, all right. Again, he wasn't 100%. It was three weeks removed from ankle surgery. But, again, healthy enough to play. I just thought it was unfortunate what happened yesterday. I agree. I don't look at Nick Saban and say, what are you doing? Why would you have him in there? Because Tua had been playing great. Nick Saban said that was going to be the final series for Tua because they were hammering Mississippi State. Just wanted to get him some practice in a two-minute drill. I get that. It's just unfortunate. Football injuries occur. And I hate that he suffered a severe hip injury, dislocated, there was a, a bone break as well there. So yeah. that, that's a serious injury. But you hear this in racing all the time. It's just one of them racing deals. You know, if you get caught up in a, a big wreck at Talladega or something like that, sometimes it's just one of them football deals. And that's what we saw yesterday, unfortunately, with Tua. I don't think it's anybody's fault. It's just unfortunate it happened. Uh, well, let's ask the coach. Here's Nick Saban, coach of Alabama, the Crimson Tide, on his decision to play Tua. The way I looked at this whole thing is Tua's our number one quarterback. If he's physically able to play, we wanted to play him in the game. That's what he wanted to do, um, and that's what our team wanted to do. Um, If I would know, knowing that anything bad was going to happen, I certainly wouldn't have put him in that situation. Um, 
But, you know, we're a team, and we're a team that's trying to get better in the long term, in the long run, uh, to see, you know, if we can finish the season the way we want. And, you know, I, I, I hate it that the guy got hurt. Yeah. Now, wait just a second here. Now, I heard Nick Saban say this. This is why he played him, because he wanted to play, and the team wanted him to play. You never mentioned anything about the medical staff or a doctor saying he could or should play. Really? That's the thing. Of so course wait, the kid. So you oh, think the on, medical Nick. staff is like, no chance, no how, he shouldn't be out there, and Nick Saban's like, screw that. He's got to yes. be there. Like, well, look, look, what Nick Saban's, look what Nick Saban said. The kid wanted to play. What kid doesn't want to play in a big game? And number two, the team wanted it to play? That's weak, Nick Saban. Not weak Those at are all. poor it's excuses. True. Come on. This is a convenient second guess. I don't understand, by the way. You're just fire and brimstone with everything but Miles Garrett. <laughs> it's crazy to me what's happening this morning. No, he deserved but, what he got. Let, let's stay on track. Stay on track with Tunga Vailoa. This is a... As convenient of a second guess as it gets. What do you mean? Because no one's saying with Tua Tungavailoa against Mississippi State, he's 14 of 18 for 256 yards when he goes down. Okay? Let's just say he doesn't get hurt, doesn't hurt his, you know, his hip. Everything's fine. Is anybody right before that play? Saying this is risky. What's he doing? Nick Saban, it's a bad idea. Get him out no, of the wait, game. Wait Who's saying second. that at that point? I would have loved for Nick Saban to go up to the podium and say, after checking with our medical staff, they said that he'd be fine to play. Or after checking with our medical staff. That shouldn't uh, be stated. Why not? Common sense. No. No. He's no, not going to no, be out there if it. he isn't cleared by I the medical staff. Why would you need it. to say that? That's obvious because that he's Because the medical staff is paid by and bought and paid by the staff of the University of Alabama. That's why. Do you think a doctor's going to go to Nick Saban and say, Nick, I don't think you're going to play the kid. Well, uh, the kid wants to play, the team wants to play. Oh, all right. So the doctor walks away with his head between his legs. Come on. I I don't understand you with this point. Just because it isn't put out there doesn't mean that it didn't happen, right? Just because Nick Saban doesn't say, well, hey, he was cleared by the medical staff. Just because he doesn't put it out there doesn't mean he wasn't cleared by the medical staff. I'll give you that, but I would like to hear it. Wouldn't you have liked to hear it? No, because oh, it's obvious. Right. I don't need it's to hear not it. Obvious. It's obvious he was cleared. He wouldn't have been out there if he wasn't cleared. Well, it's obvious to me that he wanted to play, and it's obvious to me that the team wanted him to play. But the, the doctors wanted to play. I mean, give me some medical. Give me some some meat. You know, a kid what, wants what, to what play. What was his hip status before the game, Andy? Answer well, me that. You know how was I, how I were his the, hips? I guess the hip status was pretty good because he just played. fine. Yes, fine. he never had any hip injury at all. Ankle. Just fine. Okay, so okay. what's the problem here? Like he didn't shatter his his ankle. It wasn't the injury that he's just a month removed from having surgery on. It's a hip. It's something completely unrelated. So all this stuff about his medical history and was he cleared? No, it had nothing to do with his hip injury. Nothing. Let's find out from the coach himself the severity of this injury. Go ahead, coach. Let me hear. I really don't know the severity of what he has. Um, we're going to take him to Birmingham and do CAT scans and MRIs and, and find out. You know, we can second-guess ourselves, you know, all we want. We told Mac to warm up. We're going to go two-minute for the half, you know, two and one to play in the game. And so, you know, I don't really make a lot of decisions based on, you know, worrying about guys getting hurt or out of taking Raekwon out and Ruggs out and everybody else that got hurt today out. We have total confidence in Mac, and I thought Mac did a good job when he went in the game. 
Oh, okay. At least he said, I'm going to go check with the medical people. I'm going to go to Birmingham and see what's going on. Okay. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you, Nick. I agree. Thank you. Look, man, this isn't the fourth quarter of a blowout game. This is before halftime. Okay. And it's just, it's unfortunate that Tua went down. Yes. But this looks to be something it wasn't. It looks to some like, why is he out there to begin with? Again, it's a convenient second guess. No one, when Tua looks good throughout the game, nearly perfect throwing the football, there isn't anybody before that series where Tua unfortunately got hurt who's saying, before they have access to the results, this is risky. Why is he in there? He's risking injury. He's not 100%. There's no one saying that. But because Tua goes down, now all of a sudden you get all these people out of the woodwork questioning, why is he in there to begin with? You wouldn't be saying that if he didn't get hurt And I'm at one all. of them. I'm one of those people. I was in the woodwork. I'm by the way, by the way, Andy, how about this? Yes. I want you to hear this from Urban Meyer. He was on Fox TV, and I thought it was interesting what he said about Tua's injury and told the story about Tim Tebow, who he was coaching at Florida. Check this out. It's the obligation of the coach to get the team ready, and he sees Auburn coming down the road, potential SEC championship, and he made the comment about a two-minute drill. I certainly understand that. Is it the right thing or wrong thing? That's his decision to make with the player involved. The Tebow story is this, Reggie. This is really interesting. He got knocked out in a game at Kentucky. We had a bye week. Bad, bad injury. I made the decision well ahead. I'm not playing him against LSU. It was one versus three. I mean, a big-time game at night at LSU, and he gets cleared. And he gets cleared that Monday or Tuesday for the game two weeks after he got knocked out. And I said, Tim, I'm not going to play you. On Thursday, him and his father come to my house and say, I mean, like angrily, who gives you the right to not play me? I said, Tim, I'm the head coach. You're not playing you. I'm not playing you. He says, the doc, the professionals have allowed me to play. I'm going to play. And we I mean, got into it a little bit. I ended up playing him. Uh, just because he was that adamant. So I get You guys are players. I get it. Yeah. Players want to play. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough scenario, but uh, all the best to Tua, man. That's exactly what I said. Players want to play. So when Nick Saban said, you know, he wanted to play, obviously, what player is ever going to go to a coach and say, Coach, I don't want to play. But I tell you what, uh, my hat's off to Urban. And I didn't hear that yesterday. I usually watch him because I like him on TV. I hope he doesn't go back to college coaching because I enjoy him better on TV. I, I mean, it's it's not that complicated. If the player is cleared... If the player wants to play, if you want the player to play, you're going to play him. Right. <laughs> this right. isn't as complicated as you're making it out to be. Tua was cleared. It's just, it's really unfortunate he got hurt. It but was. we're making it out as if, oh, I mean, Nick Saban should have known, or Nick Saban is basically a temporary doctor where even though the doctors say, yeah, you're cleared, Nick Saban is supposed to put on his stethoscope and say, no, nope, no, nope, I'm not quite convinced. I'm going to I'm gonna trump what you think about him medically and say he's not ready. Like, come on, that's just not realistic. Well, And why I'm hurt more than anything else, that back in July, Tua basically had the Heisman Trophy in his bedroom, okay? He's not even in the top three right now. It's Joe Burrow, number one, Justin Fields, number two, and Jalen Hurts, number three. That's the well, Heisman right there. Well, I hate that Tua's season has unfolded this way. I hate that, look, this could be the end of his Alabama career if he goes out for the NFL draft. And does this, if he does go out for the draft, does this all of a sudden cost him millions of dollars? Does he drop a few spots? There's all kinds of stuff related to this. So I just hope the injury heals properly 
I hope this isn't a deal like Bo Jackson where there was a blood vessel issue and blood wasn't getting to the hip and it was this whole thing with Bo right. derailed his whole career. You just pray that it's not like that with Tunga Vailoa. But to act like there's a finger to be pointed somewhere, someone's responsible. It's just football, man. Injuries happen. That's how I look at this. And, and you know what? You're right. And I'll tell you this much. It's funny, but I'm going to go one step further. I'm going to take this to the next level. This is the reason why players and their agents or agents-to-be in college will tell the kids, don't play in a bowl game because look what happened to Tua and it could hurt you for your pro career. You're going to see even more players this year sitting out in the bowl games. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, you're I, I right about like that. I, yeah. I don't like it, but that's what's going to happen. Right. They're going to look out for protecting their draft status. Right. Yeah, I don't blame them. I don't you're blame right on the money them. with that. You've made up. You have atoned for I've come back. Nick Saban I've come back. Yes. I'm like starting in a hole. I've come back. Yes, <laughs> I have. out of that one. Very Thank well you done. very much. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. By the way, we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And what a lineup we have. We have bottom barrel betting at the bottom of this hour. I can't wait to see what I've done. And by the way, the chic Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL insider. He'll join us in hour number three, followed by my guy, Brian No and Noah's Picks. But you can get to us anytime, day or night, 24-7 on Twitter at the No Show. That's at T H E N O E Show at Andy Furman FSR or 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369. Now lightning won't strike twice today. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Back to winning today. We'll explain that in just about a minute. 20 past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noah, Mandy Furman. And we're brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even... If you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard will not hurt your credit. Learn more where at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply to the gains we go, B, to the gains we go. Let's go, man. Where are you, where you, you taking us here? Well, I want to do this don't one tell because... Don't the Bengals. Hell no. Hell oh, no. Okay, uh, I, I don't know how I do in bottom barrel betting until we actually play the game. You're giddy, listen to you. You've but, mentioned it numerous times. I know, but you I must do have know. Had a winning week. No, no, I, I don't know. I don't even follow it up. But I do know I did pick the Falcons last week to beat the Saints. That I do know. I may be the only one you in God's Green Earth. to beat the Saints or to cover I, the I said that. Get the, ta- get the tape. I said that. You picked that. the outright upset. Oh, no, I think I had the points. I don't remember now. Yeah, I don't remember because <laughs> oh. the Falcons were 13 and a half point dogs. I don't remember you saying Falcons I outright. I, I don't need the I, points. Okay, I think I had the points. I think, still, it was I, a good pick. It's okay, a good pick taking the points. How crazy go- was that, though, real quick, oh. Andy, is oh. the Saints didn't cover the spread in reverse. Think about that. If the Saints were 13 and a half point underdogs. They were the favorite by that total. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even cover that if they were underdogs. That's how crazy that upset was. It is amazing to me because Drew Brees was back and they had lost a game since the second week of the season and they lost last week. But today, I got to believe the Falcons go back to form. They really do. They're 2-7. and seven. They play out the Panthers 5-4. and four. And that 26-9 win over the Saints was a shocker. I mean, that sent like waves out all over the National Football League. The Panthers lost at Green Bay. No surprise there. Falcons' defense was pretty good last week, but uh, they're running back Devontae Freeman and the tight end Austin Hooper. They may be out today. We'll find that, I guess, later on when the right. reports come in, but I think they're going to be out. So the, Kyle Allen throws for over 300 yards. You know what? Honestly, in this game, I kind of like the Panthers. I really do. That was a big loss for the Saints just in the NFC playoff pecking order where all of a sudden they drop. They're a three seed currently. They're not in line for a first first round bye. And that's important, Andy. You don't want to play on wild card weekend, even if you're right. hosting a game. So to lose at home to the Falcons, that, that was a big loss for the Saints. But I hear you on the Falcons. I don't look at this as, well, they've turned the corner now. They took down the Saints. Look out for them. Not that they're going to be knocking on the playoff door, but they could play spoiler to some teams that have had better seasons than them. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is a sign of things to come. For the Falcons, I think that they've underperformed and they've had a ridiculously awful season. They're not as bad as their record indicates. But yeah, I think that the the Panthers get back on track today. It was a close, close game on the road for them last week against the Packers. So at home against the Falcons, I like the Panthers in this spot. I think you get a, a good price on them. Panthers minus four. I think it's just because the Falcons surprised everybody last week and the Panthers didn't win a game, I think the Panthers are undervalued here. Right. And enough about that game. I, that was like my own personal satisfaction. I think the big game today, I mean, the exciting game for one to watch would be the Texans at the Ravens. And uh, that game right now at Baltimore, Houston's getting four. But you talk about two 
quarterbacks that basically are the future of the National Football League, and I can't wait to see it. The Texans are six and three, Ravens seven and two, uh, with the Steelers losing to the Browns Thursday night, twenty-one seven. The Ravens are rolling on that division right now. Deshaun wants it against Lamar Jackson. Last yeah. week the Texans had a bye. Ravens won their fifth straight. No big whoop there. They beat Cincinnati 49-13 at Cincinnati. But here's the thing. Can the Ravens' pass rush stop Deshaun Watson? And can the Texans stop Lamar Jackson? There's the questions. Yeah, and I hope this game is as exciting as their college game. Remember Clemson-Louisville? when yeah. those? <laughs> they're just they're great playmakers. There's no denying that. And both have had really strong seasons. If you look at Lamar, I keep saying – I. I don't want him to take too many risks running the football where he's taking too much additional punishment, you know, because I want him to remain upright and I want him to remain dynamic. Right. So I think he's got to do a little bit of a better job not taking all of that punishment. I think a guy like Kyler Murray, who's a rookie, I think Kyler plays quarterback the way Lamar should, meaning, meaning just from this standpoint, Kyler, when he's running the ball, he gets what he can get. And then he slides, and he gets out of harm's way. And you're not seeing that from Lamar. And what happens is you're seeing all these jaw-dropping highlights and plays that it produces. It's electric. But I, I think it's like uh, you know, like Milk, how there's an expiration date. I think there's an expiration date in terms of Lamar's health if he still keeps doing things like that. So I'm not hating saying. on his game. I'm just right. saying it's not a great long-term plan. If you're trying to take on linebackers and trying to juke three guys, there's a time where you're not. Your spin move is going to happen, and there's going to be a dude waiting to plant you right into the ground. So I hope that doesn't happen for him. I'm just I'm worried that could happen based on his style. I hear what you're saying, but here's a kid right now, 15 touchdowns, 5 INTs. He leads the team in rushing with over 700 yards. But if you look at the way... Uh, you look. You look at the way they uh, they set up their offense with two to three tight ends and a fullback. You know, and a fullback to me in the National Football League is like a dinosaur. So they know what they have with Lamar Jackson as far as running, and they protect him pretty good. When you got tight ends coming up on the line, two and three of them, you know you're gonna have a good run game. That's what they do. So they protect yeah. him pretty good. That's not to say he's not gonna get whacked, and there's gonna be teams probably out there with a ransom to got, to knock him out of a game. I don't care what you say. They still have that in the National Football League. I'm sure. There are players put a hundred bucks in a pot before the game when they play and say whoever knocks them out gets the pot. I'm sure they do that. Well, I'm just I'm not telling Lamar Jackson he shouldn't run. I'm just saying be as smart about right. it as you can. And you can't be this Johnny Manziel crash test dummy, you know, in terms of your style, because eventually you're gonna get hurt. And so I'm not saying don't use your athletic ability. Just throw it from the pocket. Don't even think about leaving it. No, that's what makes him in the MVP conversation this right. season. He's one of those those players that's mentioned. So I'm not saying, you know, put the handcuffs on his running style. I'm just saying, dude, be take a long-term approach. Be smart about this because it, depending on the situation, if it's fourth and two, you got to put your head down, get the first down. I get it. But not every single scenario in a game is like that. And I think he's got to do a better job of prioritizing and being objective about, hey, this is where I really need to put my head down and get this. Critical stage of the game, fourth and two, what have you. But if it's it's first and 10 and you've picked up 11 yards and you could slide and pick up 12 
or you could go for 15 by <laughs> knocking someone over. I want you to slide and take the 12. Right. And I look at the one stat that kind of popped out at me, like total first downs, basically, for both teams. The Texans have 214 to their opponents, 183, where basically the Ravens have 218 to their opponents, 175. And, and basically, these two teams have not been penalized too often. They're two teams that are smart football teams. But I have to say that I give the edge to the Ravens. Why? I don't think the Texans have enough speed on the defensive side of the ball to stop Lamar Jackson from picking them apart. Well, the thing is, you mentioned the two tight end sets and all of that, and Greg Cosell pointed this out, where that has a lot to do with the base defenses that Lamar Jackson sees. If it's a base defense and you've got all your linebackers out there, instead of, say, a slot corner who's covering an additional wide receiver, well, if you've got two tight ends on the field and you've got these linebackers that are slower than slot corners and Lamar Jackson's running against them, that's problematic. I just look at it like this, Andy, where sometimes I'll say, does this style translate to old? If you look at Lamar Jackson, his style right now, does it translate to old when he slows down a bit? And I think that's important because he doesn't have to be in his 14th season for defenses to game plan for him differently. If they all of a sudden change things schematically, Look at what Belichick did to the Rams in the Super Bowl, where he has a 6-1 look, you know, just put six defensive linemen there. All of a sudden, it changes their zone running game. If defenses are able to figure out a way to sort of limit the effectiveness of Lamar on the ground, well, all of a sudden, it's similar to Lamar being old, right? So I think yeah. he's got to grow his game to not just include all of these risk-taking runs, he's got to develop as a passer, and I think he's got to be smart about getting down instead of taking that additional punishment. He's just exciting to watch. I love. I he is. Week, he's a last week in no Cincinnati. He did a spin move. He he left those Bengal oh, players. Oh my gosh! Still looking crazy. for their jock straps on the field. It really was. Brian, no, Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. He may be back. But he's not fooling anyone. That's next, but first to the fool himself, my son, Brian Fenley, with the latest. Yes, and it is in the jeans. Hey. Right back at you, Andy. Hey. 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 <laughs> Guys are making it weird now. What's happening? Oh, here? gosh. Oh. Hey. <laughs> ESPN writes, wide, uh, 49ers wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders is dead set on playing through a rib injury today against the Cardinals. Sanders will play without teammates running back Matt Breida, labored by an ankle problem, and tight end George Kittle, dogged by knee and ankle problems. According to NFL Network, Bears running back David Montgomery is a game-time decision tonight against the Rams. He's bothered by an ankle issue. Eagles running back Jordan Howard is listed as out with a shoulder injury today against the Patriots. So Philly will activate Jay Ajayi, and he will make his season debut. Jets running back Le'Veon Bell is primed to play despite being weighed down by an illness along with rib and knee issues. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NBA, the Clippers downsized the Hawks 150-101. Paul George racking up 37 points in 20 minutes. Kawhi Leonard rested with a knee issue. And after the game, Doc Rivers got right to the point with reporters. Last two games, the offense is really clear. 
clicked, even though you guys didn't get the win last time. What, yeah. What's what's working, I guess? The uh, ball's going in. Uh, Paul George is playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something that my dad, Andy Furman, would say as we send it back. In. Yeah, yeah, as we send it back to my daddy and Brian No. By the way, so Big B, yeah. downsized? I'm yeah. used to more, you know. Like aggressive adjectives you know why he's been doing the tennis he's been very polite lately what is this milk toast brian fenley what is this you know the clippers get aggressive sized the hawks 150 to 101 i'm used to you saying body bag them them. they decapitated them something like that (laughs) they body bagged them they guillotined them yeah all right i'll be back at it guys by the way Who said they were tanking? That's coming right up. And by the way, he is Brian Noah, I'm Andy Furman. And of course, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier, bottom barrel betting in less than 10 minutes with the wonderful Vinay. Now, here's a game for you. Tough game to wager on, I believe. The Jags at the Indianapolis Colts. Jags 4-5, and five, Colts Five and four, and in that game right now, I'm going to look at the latest latest odds. The Jacksonville Jaguars are getting three. They are getting. It three depends where game. you get it. You know, I had it at two and a half, three. It's right around there. It keeps going back and forth, but because it's a toughie, it really is. A it's toughie the return of run. Nick Foles here, right? That's you know? the key. Now, last He's week back. the Jack, big deal. Last week the Jacks had a buy. The Colts lost to the Dolphins, sixteen twelve. And the Jags, I mean, they're key when the running back Leonard Fournette is hot. I mean, they're hot. He's got a career-best 4.6 yards per carry this year. But as you mentioned, Nick Foles is back. He returns. Are you shocked I am? Because I think that, look, I know why he's playing. Because of the contract. I mean, other than that, I don't know why they're making a change of quarterback. I really well, don't. and also, the last game, Minshew Mania stunk up the joint. He had two interceptions, two fumbles against the Texans when they were in Wembley, right, when they yeah. played in London. So yeah. the last game that Minshew played, he stunk. Yeah, so if you've got like $50 million dollars in guaranteed money going over to Nick Fools, well, he's going to play, especially if Minshew stunk it up to that degree in the game prior. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, but you know what? The, the future's going to be Minshew. I don't think the future's going to be Nick Fools, or Foles. And honestly, you can use I, it, I'm Andy. with you. He is a fool. I, I just yeah. – I'm no, not rooting he's, for he's this guy. He's fooling people into believing he's a franchise quarterback. He's and not he's a not. franchise quarterback. And he's he not. caught lightning in a bo- bottle with that Super Bowl run. And I take nothing away from him. He was amazing in a very, very small sample size. He is not a franchise quarterback. He's not a guy who's going to put his team in legitimate Super Bowl contention year in, year out, just based on his production. He's not that guy. And the only thing I think that the Jags have going for them today, I say I don't think that the the starting quarterback Brissett's going to be playing for the Colts. I think Brian Hoyer is on the center today. Wow! Again, no Brissett, really? I think like, I, I'm I'm hearing that. I, I don't have a definitive yay or nay, although I well, think Brian Hoyer is quarterbacking. I'd say this, Andy, is we had the Ka- Kaepernick workout yesterday, mm-hmm. and Brian Hoyer has just stunk it up the oh. last two weeks. Goodness. He was bad against the Dolphins. He was bad against the Steelers. Had a costly pick six against the Steelers. Um, so we know Vinatieri's kick was brutal oh. against Pittsburgh. Oh. <laughs> that, that didn't help things. But Hoyer was wretched against the Dolphins last week. And it's just it's further evidence. It's a joke. Kaepernick's not in the league. And not to revisit the whole storyline, but I don't think Kaepernick did himself any favors 
saying, oh, NFL, you have this workout set up for me at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility. Oh, oh, 30 minutes beforehand. Let me just go over to a high school in the right. Atlanta area, do my own thing. The NFL's disappointed. That's the biggest takeaway from the whole workout. It's not elite arm strength. It's not how he looked throwing the football. It's the NFL's ticked off because he did his own thing at the last second. It just it wasn't smart on his part. But right. He'd be and it's, smart it's one of these things. It's a shame where he has anything to do with the workout yesterday contributing to possibly not getting back in the NFL. Right. It's just it's a shame because he belongs there. He'd be smart going to these workouts and put tape over his mouth, really, although then he can't call the plays. By the way, according to the four-letter network, Brissett will play. Brissett will play tape for the Colts. And I like the Colts in this game. I like the Colts in a close one, but I do like the Colts in this game. And the Colts stubbed their toe. Against the Dolphins, I mean, 16-12, that's a bad loss. Bills lost last week, and the Bills are playing the Dolphins today in Miami. And you talk about tanking? But I mean, I mean, that's all I heard the media, the Miami Dolphins are tanking. They're not tanking. They've won two games in a row. I mean, I just don't think they're tanking. They may be building for the future, but they're certainly not tanking. Right? I, no, I don't want to hear that word anymore, tanking. Well, it's over when they, they win two games in a row, and there are multiple teams with worse records right. than them. So. Yeah, I never bought this in terms of an effort standpoint. We've said this before where right. the Dolphins, they've played hard all season long, but this was more of an organizational tank where they've traded away numerous players, some of them very young. Minka Fitzpatrick's in his second year. Right. <laughs> they traded him to the Steelers for a first-round pick next year. So this was more of an organizational tank, if you want to call it that, or just – they're going young. They're trying to accumulate draft picks, draft and assets, right. and trying to get their guys into that organization and reset. This was an organizational reset. Now, I think we shift from tank to reset now that they've won a I couple like of that. games, right? And you got to be excited now. The Dolphins, they got a shot today. I mean, I don't think they're going to beat the Bills in Miami, but look, there's some life now. They're not dormant. The Bills are 6-3, and three, Dolphins 2-7 and seven last week. The Bills lost at Cleveland, 19-16 of all places. The Dolphins won their second straight, 16-12 at Indy. First meeting of these two teams back in week seven, the Bills beat the Dolphins 31-21. Josh, but there's no running back Mark Walton for the Dolphins today. He's got that four games. That's going to hurt yeah, the Dolphins. They got that four game suspension. He's not. He's not. Well, yeah. but still, it's a running no. game option. A, nah, you know? not really. It's Mark oh, Walton. Okay, right. it's All right. a, no, it's not a big loss or anything like <laughs> well, that. Well, he's lost. Let's yeah, just say he's, he's, he's How about this? Here. Frank Gore. Frank Gore is 73 yards away from passing Barry Sanders. Is that something? That is would that put amazing? him third. Third on the all-time rushing list. What is he, 38 years old? Frank Gore, he just keeps going, man. I love Frank Gore. And he's a former Dolphin, too. Played for numerous teams. But I just, I wish that he got more love. I do, too. As the great running back he is. But there's just a lack of, I don't know, say beast mode, jaw-dropping runs. You know, he's he's not not a a highlight reel. But he's steady between the tackles. Yes, he is. You can count on him. He's going to be third on the all-time rushing list before it's all said. Because he's not, he's 36 years old, but he's not a diva. That's number one. And number two, he's playing like basically off-Broadway. Indianapolis is not basically New York, LA, Dallas, or whatever it may be. And and playing on a team that's not really a championship team right now. And, you know, you hear about the Tom Brady that he's going to play till his mid-50s. And let's talk about Frank Gore at a position that basically is a lot more brutal than the quarterback position. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Frank Gore is the close to the equivalent of Tom Brady playing as long as he has. 
for Frank Gore to be this old and to still be productive and just to still be in the NFL. Same thing with Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson is old in running back years, and both those guys are still productive at this age. Normally, it's 30 years old, the running back production falls off a cliff, and that hasn't been the case for Adrian Peterson. Or Frank, Frank Gore deserves more love. I'm with you. I couldn't agree more. What he's got to do is get a DUI, and they'll get more love, believe me. <laughs> no, no. That's the way no. it is in the NFL. But it's so true. Those guys unless, get you more, do, really. unless you show up with, like, Joker cleats like Odell Beckham right. Jr. or watch or do this, hey, look at me type stuff, right. a lot of people don't look at you. It's unfortunate, but Frank Gore, what a career for that he guy. He needs to get Amazing. a tattoo on his forehead with 36 to show he's 36 years old. Then he'll get some love. <laughs> I mean, they really got to do something crazy. That's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Maybe gold teeth, like a three and a six, because he's going to turn 37, there and if go. he's got that on his forehead, now then Now you're thinking. What? Now you're thinking. I yeah. love it. Now you're thinking. Brian No, Andy Furman, Fox Football Sunday is the show. You love it. We love it. And we love you. Now, if you thought this game was so easy, why don't you try it? Bottom barrel betting is freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Bottom barrel betting coming right up about 13 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. 
I'm Andy Furman. We're brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard will not hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Let's play this game. You got that thing for me? It's bottom. Oh, really? I thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Yes, it is. And here's the amazing Vinay. What's up, guys? What's Good up, morning Vinay? to you. What was that? A little dramatic pause right there? Huh? Had, had to let it breathe for a second because, a you know, it, let me tell Harvey. you something. It was a tough day in Las Vinay because let me tell you what happened. Uh-huh. Andy. Well, no, we'll start with Brian first. Brian goes four and one this week. Okay. Andy, five and zero. Oh. Yo yo wow. yo 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 yo. So Las Vinay lost <laughs> their shirt today. You know, lost out big. You know, usually the house always wins, but not this week. Five and zero. Oh. Yep. So five and zero. Oh. Enjoy I don't that know celebration. About celebration though. Not what even a congrats. Like not yos? even a congrats from that? my partner. What's that? Not even a congrats from my partner, but that's okay. I mean, that's it's right. well done. It's a good job. I mean, you followed me on four of those five picks. Oh, please. Oh, please. Come you on. You went out on your own. It was uh, it was Dak Prescott. I remember this. Dak Prescott getting to three touchdown passes. How about Amari Cooper with the toe tap yep. in the end zone? That's what put you over. Yep. Well done by you. I'm anyway. over. That's what it takes. I'm over, baby. <laughs> All right, so we move on. We'll go to this week's matchup, which is against uh, your former technical producer, Brian. No, I'm playing Ryan Raider Ryan, as you guys like to call him. I know he hates that, but uh, Ryan Smith is my opponent this week. Tough matchup for me. All right, I've got well, we're Patrick talking Mahomes. Papa Bear here. Yeah, we're talking okay. Papa Bear. Yeah, or as I lovingly call him, the Papa Paw, but. That's an inside joke. He will only get that. It annoys him. him. The Papa Paw. Yes, he likes to make predictions, and he says the Papa Paw predicts it. And so now I make fun of him saying really? every prediction That's he makes. That's what he goes with? Yeah. So let him know next time I you will. talk to him. I'll hit him up and be like, dude, what are you doing over here? All you right. Know? So he's got a pretty tough team that I faced this week. First one up, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. passing yards against the Chargers. I've got an over-under of 315 and a half yards. What do you guys Ooh. got? I'll go first because I'm the champ. And I'm going to say it's going to be over because Patrick Mahomes is going to carve up that middle of the field against the Chargers with Travis Kelsey, my guy from the University of Cincinnati, and, of course, Tyreek Hill. So I say over. Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. We all get that. The altitude. You might have some tired defenders. So, yeah, I'll take the over as well. Thank you. All right. Follow me, my friend. I'll take you to the promised land. Listen, don't steal my line over there. Andy oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. All right, next up, we got Christian McCaffrey rushing yards against the Falcons. I've set an over-under of 85 and a half yards. What do you guys think? Oh, overall you, you day. Go. Love the over. The only pick. question is, do they use him in the passing game a lot more, and he doesn't get the attempts running the football, but I expect him to get the attempts, and I think he's going to be over. I like the Falcon. I like the Panthers in the game. So there might be more rushing opportunities late as well. Give me the over. Yeah, I, I like the over, and I tell you what, this bet should have been made. Like, can he get it in the first half? Really? That you're that strong on it? Yeah, I love him. I okay. really do. But it's over. Yeah. Okay. All, all right. Next one up. Another uh, matchup for Monday night. Uh, Melvin Gordon rushing yards against the Chiefs over under of seventy and a half yards. Ooh, uh, I'll go because we're alternating right now. I'm going to say over with Melvin Gordon. Over. 
I yeah, sadly, this is an agreement it, here. Yeah, they have to it's, rely on It's not on too him. sexy for, yeah. <laughs> for this segment if we always agree. But I got to be honest, he rushed for over 100 against the Raiders. The Chiefs' rush defense is just awful. It it's is. horrible I'll tell you something You're exactly right. And also, I think the key, the offensive idea here would be to try to keep the Chiefs' offense off the field. So what do you do? You run the football yeah. to eat up the clock. Yep, definitely. All right, so we're not going to factor Austin Eckler in that at all. No. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. All right. Chiefs gave up 225 on the ground to the Titans. They're like a Big 12 school. Yeah, they are. (laughs) All right, moving on. Tyrell Williams up against the Bengals. I've got an over-under of four and a half catches. What do you guys think? It's a good line. Uh, You go. I think you go first this time. I'm going under, reluctantly, because the Bengals stink. We all know this. But, uh, you know, he could go for four catches today. I'll, I'll take the under. I'll take the over. Look at the four catches in the first quarter. They're going to run like crazy. Josh Jacobs They're run on that over Bengals them. rush defense. It's going to be an yeah. ugly game. Ugly game. Under. Ugly game. Yeah. All right. And our last one for all the marbles. Yes. Colts, number of sacks against Jacksonville. How many times is your guy Nick Fools going to go down? I got an over-under set at three and a half. Who goes first? Who goes uh, first? I've gone first the last two times. I oh, see what okay, you're I'll doing go. here, Andy. No, no, no. I'm just, I want to be a gentleman. He's not playing off you. your oh, picks yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. That's what, what he did last week. Stop it. You're yeah. a judge. You don't have a. Okay. I would say that uh, Nick Foles will be sacked. The, the, go over. I'm going over in that. I go under. Four oh, sacks? I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. I, I that's like, a lot I'd for like the Colts. I know. No, I'm going under. This is a, it's clearly a win for me this week. I'm back on track. I don't know if it's going to be 5 and 0. But I'm taking you down for sure, Andy. You Furman. take this it's personally, happening. and I like that. You really do. You take it real personally, and and that's good. Okay, here we go. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and points are at a premium for this team. We'll tell you all about it on Fox Football Sunday coming up right here next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This one could be real ugly. We'll get to that in just about a minute. But right now, as we usually do, it's time to say, wake up, America. Oh, you fed him. You fed the bird. Thank goodness. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Here he is, the one and only. There's only one of a kind. And he's my guy. He's my friend. He's my partner. The hardest working man in show business today, the one and only in the hour of power. He's Mr. Powerful himself. Brian No. Hello. Are you listening to me, Andy Furman? <laughs> <laughs> That's another good drop right there. Good job oh, yeah. by Chris. Very He's got good. some good stuff. The over amazing there. Chris P. That's right. Always great to be here with you on a Sunday morning, Andy Furman. You the man. You've said You'd this man. a couple of weeks ago. How quickly the football season rolls by. Can well, you believe it's week eleven don't of the that, NFL please. season already? That's crazy cry. to me. I'm gonna cry. Really, it's wild. Every I single know. year, just boom, you blink, and it's like, wow, there's only a couple of weeks left, and then it's playoff time. And I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, the violins, it's, it's, it hurts me. That's from Schindler's List, I think, that music, isn't it? Anyway, uh, we it's move a nice along. piece right there. That's it really good. is. But I will say this. Uh, I was an advocate for the longest time not to expand the schedule because they're so concerned with injuries. I say, look, it makes common sense. More games you play, the more chance of getting hurt. I say, screw it. Play more games. Nah. Make an 18 games. I want to. I don't no, want to see no. it end. I don't no. want to see it end. I Do understand it. what you're saying, Do but it. no. No. I've, 16 is just right. 
It is I right. See yeah, it, I agree. I don't want to see it extended because you get all these whiners saying, oh, you talk about player safety and then you're expanding the schedule. Well, it's hypocritical, repeat, yeah. Repeat, repeat, repeat until you're blue right. in the face. I don't want to go down that road. And I'll say something else. You know, this coming February in the year 2020, uh, we're going to have a new football league, but I, I can't, I'm not excited about it. I can't get excited about it. You're not excited but, for the XFL? When the Super Bowl ends, that's when football ends. Then I start really diving into college basketball and the, and the NBA. So you haven't been diving into the NBA yet. I've been putting one me. toe in the water right now. Just one toe, man. Just the one NBA toe. Maybe one's going great so yeah, far. Yeah, watch. You know what though? You look at Golden State. I mean, without the superstars, oh. you, you, I mean, it hurts. <laughs> I mean, it really I'm, does. I'm glad you brought him up. We have flex scheduling in the NFL. Can we get flex scheduling in the NBA? How Good many point. times have the Warriors been featured? In prime time windows, you know, like DNT, the ESPN games. We got to get them out. They don't have anybody right there. Everybody's injured. We got to get them out of these prime time slots. I don't want to watch them anymore. They're terrible. I don't hear Steve Kerr, though. You can't find him with a search warrant. I mean, he's he was like big time on the stage, you know, ramming our president and talking about political things. Now you don't hear a thing about Steve Kerr. Steve, worry about your team. I mean, you know, really and truly, KD's not there. You know, you, your guard, Steph Curry, he's got a broken hand. I mean, you're in trouble. You really are. What are you, 2-11? Well, this is good. This is actually great news for the Warriors because they get to reset next year. They We talk about this era of load management. Kawhi Leonard sitting out games and all of that. This is mega load management. More so by injury than, you know, sitting out games while healthy with the Warriors. But you mentioned Steph is down with the broken hand. Just go down the list. Clay is recovering from a torn ACL. Right. Kavon Looney only played the first 10 minutes of this season. He's got a nerve injury. Uh, the latest was D'Angelo Russell. He's out for a couple of right. weeks with a broken thumb. But right. here's the, the beauty of it. Andy is they were going nowhere fast this year. They were losing by 29 points at home against the Suns when Steph Curry got injured. This is the ultimate blessing in disguise. They keep their first round pick. It was a top 20 protected pick. If if it they would have been a playoff team, most likely it would have been going to Brooklyn. And they weren't doing anything in the playoffs, so right. they get to reset. All these guys get healthy. They don't have the wear and tear playing this entire season. And you might get, gosh, a top three, top five pick at the end of this year. But a top five guy with Steph, Clay, Draymond. Good Lord, you got a lot to work with next season. It sounds like you're a Golden State fan, and I'm happy I'm to say. I'm just telling you. I facts. enjoy watching them play. They were basketball at, at, at the top level. When they were on, it was like watching a, a machine play. It was tremendous. I loved their I offense. I hated it. The way they passed the ball, it was I great. I hated it. It was like the Celtics of old, the way they played. But you know what? I they hated won- it with KD, specifically. When you have four superstars in your lineup, you had five all-stars with Boogie Cousins there. That's just too much. That's too much superstar power. They were oh, they towering over everybody years. else when it Boston's comes to that. I didn't like years. it. Wasn't but the run is over, and that's good. It's healthy for the league. The run is yes. over. Right? And great. LeBron's back. LeBron's back. I love it's it. great for the league. Yeah. Yes, you got to dive head first into the NBA. Well, I know I we're, we're consumed with ball over here. It is football season, baby. But there's time during the week, Andy. Got to get well, to your no, NBA fix. No, I watch the on. games. You know, but I'm watching college games too, and I watch the the weirdo college games on on CBS Sports Network. I watch those games as well. Wow, so look at you, man! You're I in. do. 
You're all. No, in. I, I watch the Ivy League on CBS Sports Network. I no, do. that's a lie. You don't do that unless do. you have money on it. You, you're not watching the Ivy League out of enjoyment, are you? I watched it when Dartmouth played Princeton at Yankee Stadium last week. I watched that game because my good friend Reggie Williams had played for Dartmouth, played for the Bengals. I watched that game. I talked to Reggie. Did once you put in a money while. on the game? Hell no. no. I, I can enjoy a game without money. I can. <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought that was the only way you could watch Dartmouth is if you had a lot of money the on the green. game. Big Green, Dave Shuler coaching the offensive people there. Dave Shuler, the former Bengal coach up in Dartmouth in Hanover, New Hampshire. I love the Ivy League. All right. I, you're, you're sick. Uh, you, I am sick. <laughs> you I'm need consumed. a, a helpline over here. You're watching Dartmouth football without money on the game. Something's right. wrong with I'm I think they need the a helpline for people that aren't gambling on certain games yet still watching them. You know what I mean? You think so? I'd rather watch Dartmouth than watch the Broncos play the Vikings today. How's that? How's that? All right? Wow. I, I don't I, think it's that bad of a matchup to you. Huh? I I just I, I have no rooting interest. I'm taking I the just, points, just, by the way, with the ten Broncos and a half. today. I'm ten crazy. And a half. Crazy, Denver's yeah. Denver's getting ten and a half. Broncos three and six. Vikings seven and three. Last Let down week. for the Vikings. Emotional win last week against the Cowboys. I'm taking big the Broncos win. plus the points. This big is win crazy. On, on, right, big win on a big stage last week. The Broncos had a bye. Vikings won at Dallas, as you mentioned, 28-24. Denver, get this. Denver has scored more than twenty points only twice this year. This is a Brian No stat. Only twice this year, but they did it in their last game, which is a 24-19 win over the Browns. And guess what? They did it with quarterback Brandon Allen. Is that a good thing? Probably it's a little bit of a positive for them. But the Vikings, their offense is too strong. And guys, Kurt Cousins, the $84 million man, had his coming out party at Dallas on Sunday night. And the nation saw it. How's that? Yeah, he's playing really good football. Ever since Adam Thielen called him out publicly after a poor showing against the Bears. He's been awesome. He's had a great season. So, yeah, this could be a tough spot. This is Brandon Allen first start on the road against the Vikings. Not exactly a pushover defense. This could be a tall order, even plus 10.5. But I'm taking the points, baby. I'm going with the Broncos. Call me a lunatic, but there are all these games that they're just gross. You know, like, oh, gosh, I don't want to take the Broncos plus the points. A lot of times those picks work out. I don't know if this one will, but a lot of times they do. Yeah, they do. And you know what? You get double-digit points. you got to look twice. You really do. You can't stay, yeah. stay or shy away from something like that. What you other really game? Can't. I'm over this okay. game. I'm sick of Saints, this game. What Saints, other game do you have? Saints 7-2 and two at Tampa Bay. Yeah, who cares about that game? I don't care about that one either. Really? Give what, me a what game. Else you you give me a game. Well, let me give you the uh, – Tampa's getting five and a half in that one. All right. Saints will come back. Yeah, well, I, look, the Saints got to get back on track. You know, yeah, and they will. You get Kamara back. He's a little bit healthier. I know he played last week, but he has the knee, the ankle issues. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas is still so productive. It's crazy. You don't have a whole lot in terms of other weapons with wide receivers and the Saints. Yet Michael Thomas is still insanely productive week in, week out. And I just, I, I don't trust Jameis Winston and company. But no. the tr- the right. question is, if you look at Jameis and his passing yards are, are really good. If you look down the road, down the line, his stats are pretty good. It's just those turnovers. If he can well, protect the football, you got something to work with over there in Tampa. The key stat that's glaring at you with Jameis Winston, 17 TDs with 14 INTs. That's the key. And he's been sacked 34 times. But I'm going to go back to a week number five when these two teams met. The Saints won that game 31-24. 
Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback that time for the Saints. He threw for 314. He threw for four touchdowns. And your guy, Michael Thomas, had two touchdowns and 182 yards in that game. I say the Saints will punish today, but I think that Drew Brees has to go back and look at the film on that game and say, wait a minute. Teddy had a hell of a game. Can I match that game? I don't know if if the if Drew oh, Brees is going to throw for three fourteen today. But the, the TB, Tampa Bay's secondary is really weak. He can throw for three hundred yeah. plus. Oh, he totally can. Yeah. And listen, all these people that are caught in the moment saying Teddy Bridgewater, he should be the quarterback right now. Are you guys drunk? No, no, really? No. You no. kidding me? That's insane. Who's they saying went, that? Teddy Bridgewater went on a nice run. But some are saying that. They're saying he should be the starter right now. Or he should be the starter next season. The only he was way a he's great the starter band-aid. next season is if Drew Brees says, uh, I'm done. I'm over right. with. Uh, yeah, I'm going to retire now. That's the only way. But with Jameis, look, the 14 interceptions, when he's at the top of the league with all of those picks, 17 touchdowns, that's right at the top of the league as well. Yeah. You know Russell Wilson leads the league with 23. There's a few guys with 18 apiece. And then Jameis is right there. He's tied with Aaron Rodgers with 17 touchdown passes. That's really good. But the difference is Aaron Rodgers has two picks and Jameis has 14. (laughs) If he could just protect the football, that's going to help his completion percentage. It's going to help his passer rating by leaps and bounds if he's not turning the ball over. Uh, throwing interceptions. He just got to do that. And you've got a fighting chance in a lot of these games. Right. Uh, I'm with you. And James is just too erratic there. You just, it's crazy. You don't know what they're going to get from week to week with him. By the way, I want to go back to Tua and the injury with the University of Alabama, yeah. if yeah. I can. Because our good Are you recanting? Just- Are you taking back your statement that Nick Saban? Yeah. To some extent, yes. To okay, some extent, right. yeah, I, I think I went over the line just a little bit, but that's yeah. okay. That's you know, I'm an emotional kind of guy, you know. But I'm not like Miles Garrett. I I, I can control the emotions at good. times. Yeah, I could control it. Okay, but Justin Vance, our good friend, who's on Twitter day and night. I don't know if he has a job. I don't know if he works. I don't know if he's in jail. I don't know what he does. But he tweets and says that chances are the two broke his own hip to avoid going to the Bengals. <laughs> It could be. It's logic, but it's good logic. I like. I know that. it's a joke because, of course, he's not going to break his own hip. I, I like know. that. But it's hard to break your so own hip. Awful. By the way, there's an earlier tweet. I love this. It's from Just Josh. It says he wants to know which Cincy team is going to show up against the Raiders today. It doesn't make a difference. What do you mean, which? They, they, if you're zero <laughs> nine, I, which if you're Cincy team? They're zero and nine. What if the Bengals showed that they're actually there's a good version of them this season? Right. That may be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And if a team is 5-5, five and five, you could say which team is showing up. But a team is 0-9, you know what team's showing up. The team that's Drek. Drek is showing up. Dog poop is showing up. That's what's showing up today. He's trash. That's a pretty Thank good you. chance. That's the The case. dumpster fire. That's what they are. You are right? garbage. Thank you. Yeah. You're garbage. I like that. Very I think garbage. it's embarrassing when you just can't stop the rush. Really. That might be uh, the most embarrassing. Outside of quarterback play being inept. Not being able to stop the rush. I think that's where you do just, you know, palm to the forehead type stuff. When a team is just running the ball down your throat, oh. you can't do anything about it. I I'm gonna that. I'm gonna say something to you, and your head's gonna fall off. Not spin, but fall off right now. Okay. Now you and I have gone back and forth over the years when I said something and you just said it was very stupid that a college team could beat a pro team. Oh, I'm insane. telling you right you now. You don't believe that. that no, a, don't tell me. Don't, I think no, LSU no, could give no, the Bengals a game. No, 
No! Yes. I'm about yes. to throw my headphones yes. against the wall over they were bad yesterday. Obnoxious. There's Stop no it. way, Andy. And I look back Lord. for years. You know, back in Chicago for years, the Chicago American newspaper, may it rest in peace, they used to promote a game. The college all-stars would play the NFL champs. And they play like 30-some-odd times. And I think the college teams won about yeah, nine great. or That's ten times. Yeah, great. That's all-stars. That's okay. all-stars. LSU has a very good team in college. They just gave up 38 points to Ole Miss. Defensively. Well, I know. You think that's going to happen with the Bengals? Come on. All There's right. pros. You, they you, won't be embarrassed. They won't be embarrassed. we got to pick this back up because I'm not uh, done badgering you on this one. Please, you, okay. I we'll, think we'll you're continue. just trying to get a rise out of me. I don't know if you even I think I already this. did. I think I did. <laughs> I, really, I accomplished my goal. Okay. You can get him on Twitter at the No Show, N O E Show, at Andy Furman, FSR, 877 99 on Fox, 877 996 6369. Bottom of the hour, which would be 8 30 on the East Coast. The Sheik will come and visit you. That's Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. We followed up by Brian No and Noah's Picks. But he's not really socially acceptable. We'll tell you who he is next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
just what the doctor or the schedule maker ordered. We'll get to that in just about a minute, 20 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and we're proudly brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard will not hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply, and of course... By the way, Andy, real quick, I got one thing for you. I think that... And I don't want to de- derail us too much because we got to go rapid fire. We got good games. Yes. We got you've been going with riff raff over here with teams with losing records. We right. got some good games. We got to go rapid fire here with the right. Texans and the Ravens. We touched on that. How about the the Patriots and Eagles? I'm looking forward to that game Sunday night, yeah. Monday night, all that. But yeah. just real fast, I think our guy Chris, I think he has a Fred Durst tattoo. That's my hunch. Really? I think he's got something with Fred Durst because we typically hear some limp biscuit, something that Fred Durst, his fingerprints are all over. We normally get one cut per show. That's my hunch. He's got some Durst ink. What do you think about that? I want to see the tattoo. Yeah. You know, the question is where? I do not have it yet, but I would not be averse to getting a chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavor water <laughs> tattoo somewhere. Wow. See, wow. yeah. Just would you don't put make that on Twitter stamp. once you don't get do that, that done? Put it I on would. Twitter. I would absolutely would. Sounds great. Speaking of Twitter, our guy John Hagen. This guy is. I never met John Hagen Jr. All right, but he's on Twitter. I read him. I follow him. He follows me. But he's he's a lot. He's a common sense kind of guy, which I like. Common sense. And he writes. Thankfully, I have bars to go to carrying NFL Sunday ticket because get this in Chicago. I didn't know he's from Chicago. In Chicago, we're stuck with the Browns, Broncos, Vikings instead of a more exciting game, the Texans, Ravens. Just because the Vikings are in the Bears division shouldn't mean uh, we must watch NFC North stuff. And I get, you know, program directors, I guess, they're looking at eyeballs and they're missing the point in Chicago. I got a tweet this morning, some guy in Columbus, he's all upset because the Bengals game is not on TV in Columbus. Well, big whoopee-doo, no one cares in Columbus. They'd rather see the Texans-Ravens because it's a better game. It's more exciting. See, you're a hypocrite. This is what oh, I've taken out of this, here we Andy go, here Furman. We go. You can bash the NFL, yet you'll set up Saints take it on Tampa. You're a hypocrite. We should be talking... <laughs> Patriots Eagles. Let's you do know, it right Sunday now. night, Let's Monday night it. matchup. But you, you're the victim of what's going on here. You're just like the NFL with some of these games that you pedal out there for us to talk about. You know Everybody what I'm saying? has their equal opportunity here on this show. That's what we do. We go up and okay, down. Right. There are some fans. But let's let's talk about that game because Philadelphia is getting three and a half, and that game is uh Four thirty, I believe, Eastern Time today, and uh, I worry about this game. I really do because I think I take the points, and I worry about the Patriots having a problem stopping the Eagles. I really do. You know, they they look at their first loss, thirty-seven twenty to the Ravens back in Week Nine. They got this extra week now to prepare for the Eagles, but they, their running game is not on target. I mean, Sonny Michelle, he's averaging like three yards a carry. I mean, come on. you got to run the football. In the National Football League, if you can't run the football, you ain't going to win. Well, look at the Eagles. Look at the Eagles when they're on offense. No Deshaun Jackson. He's out for the year. Alshon Jeffrey is out for this game. You don't have great speed on the outside. And if they aren't running the ball effectively against a tough Patriots defense, points are going to be hard to come by for the Eagles at home today. So maybe you look at the under. Now that we're talking our way through this game, Andy, maybe under yeah. 44 and a half is the play here. But how about this with Tom Brady? 20 and 18 against the spread following a loss over his career. That's pretty good. 
That's really good. 40 and 18. So the Patriots had an ugly showing last game against the Ravens. And I think they're going to be a really, really tough out today for the Eagles at home. Well, I will tell you this much. I think the Eagles have a pretty good one-two punch in their backfield in Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders. I really do. And these guys could create some problems for the, for the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots defense is good, and they stopped the run fairly good. But I'll tell you what, they could just wear you down with those two guys. This guy, uh, Howard, Miles, what was it, Jordan Howard, he may get 1,000 yards this year. As, as, and, uh, and the other guy, Sanders, he's a rookie. And he's catching the ball out of the backfield. Howard is out. Now I understand. I didn't know that. I didn't know Howard was out today. Did you know that? That Jordan Howard's not playing today? Andy, I am Mr. NFL. Why did you tell me these things? I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know that. Uh, Well, look, uh, man, it's one of these deals where, and Sproles is out for the season. That I knew. Yeah. yeah. So what are you hanging your hat on? All right. Miles I just, Sanders. And I think it's momentum. What? You got think, Zach Ertz, fantastic tight end. Yes, he is. But but the wide receivers, you know, and you have Belichick with an additional week to game plan. Both these teams are coming off a bye. But who do you trust more off a bye? Is it Belichick from a game planning standpoint, or is it Doug Peterson? Doug Peterson is no pushover, but of I'm course, with this is Belichick advantage all day. I looked at Belichick's facial expression on the sidelines against Baltimore. He looked. It was painful to watch that. He was helpless. He really was. By the way, it helps arriving. Boston Scott, (laughs) backup running back. He's going to be in action today, Andy, so all good here, right? You do like the Pats. You do yes, like the I Pats. like the Pats. Okay. I, I'm going to And I'm a Patriot fan. I, I worry about this game. The game is in Philadelphia. I worry about this game. Look, the Eagles five and four. This is uh, they need a win. They need to win more so than the Patriots do. W- whatever that might be. By the way, how about this, Andy? If you look at the AFC East, because the AFC East always gets crushed because of the Patriots, and it's right. it's pretty bad this year. There's no denying it's that. Bad every it hasn't year. been as bad as it is this season over the course of the Patriots' reign. But for a second, you look at the NFC East. You've got the Cowboys and the Eagles that are fighting to stay above 500 today. They're both 5-4 and four teams. Look at the bottom of that division. Look at the Giants. Look at the Redskins. You know? You just Ugh. don't hear other divisions get attacked and criticized nearly as much as the overall quality of the AFC East. There been there's some brutal divisions in because football of the dominance year. of one team in that division. Well, ab- absolutely, but yeah. you don't think like let's look around the league. You don't think that a team like let's say what's a great example here? Uh, how about the Ravens? Pretty good example. Ravens yeah. have taken advantage of their division so far. They just beat yes. up on the Bengals, who are zero and nine. The Browns just improved to four and six. The Steelers are a 5-5 five and five average football team. That helps. That right. absolutely helps out the Ravens. The Ravens have played the easiest schedule. You know, they're right up there. Well, one of the, I think it was the third easiest schedule. So now it gets difficult, more difficult for them from this stage on. So I, the point is, it's not just the Patriots who take advantage of their division. By the way, the Bills are 6-3. and three. You know, like top to bottom from the Patriots' standpoint, from their perspective, their division is tougher than some other divisions from a top team standpoint. Yeah, I, and you could talk about the division all you want, but let's face it—you know—they're playing some some teams outside of division. And yeah. after today, the Patriots—they're playing the Eagles today. Then they play Dallas, the Texans, Kansas City. That's pretty tough, all right? Th- those that three teams are tough. Yeah, that's tough. But then that's they get Cincinnati. Run. How about the Cincinnati. Saints? Look at their division. 
How, how's Atlanta? Like, you should take care of Atlanta at home. They didn't last week. Right. Atlanta's 2-7. and seven. Tampa's 3-6. and six. The bottom of their division is awful. Carolina's barely above 500. That, of course that helps out the Saints. Yet it's every single year. Oh, Patriots, AFC East, AFC East. Other teams that win their divisions take advantage of the lack of quality. In I'll mention division. the 40, throw the 49ers in there that. with the 49ers schedule. No, you that's know, a great division right there. That You can't. Seahawks are 8-2. It's 8-1, 8-2. Rams are 5-4. and four. For a last-place team, Arizona, they're one of the better last-place right. teams in the league. And I'll tell you something else. That's going to be a pretty good game today, the cards at the 49ers. It really is. Eh. You don't I think mean, so? Cardinals, maybe you take the points in that one. Well, they're getting 10. Yeah. They're getting Could 10 points. I, I would th- Anytime there's double-digit points, I kind of like have to look twice. I and know. I think I would take 10 points because I think, I think the 49ers win, but I think it's going to be a close game. I really do. Okay. We'll see. Well, I mean, well, who do you like in that game? I, mean, <laughs> I just, I, I, I worried about. I, I would reluctantly, very reluctantly, take the points. But Kyler Murray, he's a playmaker. Uh, I don't like that he's been sacked 31 times facing that 49ers defense right. at home. Uh, but I would take the points. I'd grit my teeth. I'd white knuckle it. Plus 10 with Kyler Murray and company. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think the 49ers win. But it should be a lot closer than you think. You take 10 points, I think you're in good shape. I really do. All right. Yep. That's it. Are there any games that you... We got to go. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to go then. I'm going to forget it then. Brian No, Andy Furman, by the way, the Sheik, Alex Marvez, tells you that even the most confident teams can lose. That's next, but first to Brian Finley for the latest. Thank you so much, guys. Hey. <laughs> Our first wave of NFL... Music! There we go. It's coming. The first wave of NFL kickoffs are in about four and a half hours, and ESPN is reporting 49ers wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders is set on playing through a rib injury today against the Cardinals. Sanders will play without teammates running back Matt Breida, who's bothered by an ankle problem, and tight end George Kittle, who is dogged by knee and ankle issues. That's why we're taking the points, Big B. That is right. (laughs) And as Andy was listening to earlier, and I've said in basically every update, Eagles running back Jordan Howard is out. Yes. Andy, how about that? He is I don't out. listen to you. Do you. Get it? I don't. I, I get it. Yeah, you've been tuning me out all this Me and this most time. of America. <laughs> yes. Sounds right for you being my father, you I'm tuning sorry. me out. Uh, out for a shoulder injury today against the Patriots. <laughs> uh, Philly will activate Jay Ajayi in the process. Also, according to NFL Network, Bears running back David Montgomery is a game-time decision tonight against the Rams. He's got an ankle injury. The Texans green-lighting offensive lineman Laramie Tunsil for today's game against the Rams, and Tunsil is recovering from a shoulder injury. In the NBA, the Clippers guillotine the Hawks, 151-1. Yeah. Paul George, 37 <laughs> points in 20 minutes. Kawhi Leonard did not play. He's dealing with a knee issue. And James Harden jacked up 41 shots. He dropped 49 points. In the Rockets, 125-105 win against the Timberwolves. And in college football, one note from <laughs> yesterday, Tua Tungavailoa is out for the season. He dislocated his hip in number 5 Bama's 38-7 win, a shellacking at Mississippi State. Back to Andy Furman and Brian No. Thank you so very much. Have a great day, kid. All right, Alex Marvez coming right up. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part figuring out 
which way is easier, and we have nose picks in less than 10 minutes. But right now, we go to the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline, the Sheik. His name is Alex Marvez. He's the maven of the NFL. He's with Brian Noah and myself. And Sheik, here we go. Are you ready? Let's do it, baby. All right, the Saints, 13.5-point favorites at home against the Falcons last week. The health of Matt Ryan was questionable. He had an ankle injury. The Saints with Drew Brees hadn't lost since week two. And the Falcons humiliated the Saints 26-9. to Go figure this one out. No, I know. And listen, I'm expecting points galore today down in Tampa, which, of course, means a 16-13 game, right? But, I mean, you think about what's going on here with no Marshawn Lattimore for the Saints. They, he is out with a hamstring injury. So now the Saints forced to try to cover Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, the most dynamic duo in the NFL, on the same team, trying to stop those guys. Mike Evans, uh, you know, I believe the first 1,000-yard wide receiver of 2019. I said an NFL, uh, I'm sorry, Mike Thomas is for the Saints, but Mike Evans very high up there as well as far as catches. Same thing goes with Chris Godwin. And look, the Saints, you got to wonder about this offense. Drew Brees right now, not exactly airing out the football. I will tell you that. It's actually uh, been very small in terms of the types of shots that he takes downfield, but this is one bad. Tampa Bay secondary. That's why I'm expecting so much more offensive firepower today. Breeze only averaging 6.3 air yards per attempt this season. Second fewest in the NFL. Last year, 7.1 yards per air attempt. So he's not airing it out deep, but if you're going to play the Buccaneers, that's one way to success. Throw long. It's a joyous day for you, Alex Marvez, because your boy Nick Fools is back. He is back, baby. Question for you, do you see him, in all honesty, making a big difference for the Jags from here on out? This yeah, because you can run more you can run more offense with him. And, and listen, Gardner Minshew was fine. I mean, he did, a, he did a solid job. I mean, much better than any of us could have realistically expected, right? I mean, he's kept Jacksonville in the hunt at four and five, but, it, but some of the deficiencies started showing up. Uh, you know, and, and what the deal for Nick Foles is this. You're paying the man $20 million plus a year, right? He needs to raise the level of play in the passing game. I know that he doesn't have the greatest group of targets to work with, but he's got some pretty good, you know, DJ Chark is a nice young guy. Chris Conley is a solid enough veteran. D.D. Westbrook is there. Keelan Cole just catches touchdowns. But he's got to make sure that these guys play a little bit better. And from an Indianapolis standpoint, well, not only are all eyes on Jacoby Brissett trying to, you know, come back and lead a team that's lost two straight uh, after, you know, the Brian Hoyer experience, uh, but also you're talking about Adam Benateri, too, entering this game with 11 misses. And look, the Colts, their point differential this year is plus one. That's it. They are the epitome of your 500 caliber team. They're sitting there at five and four. Brissett, by the way, doesn't have a full complement of weapons himself. No Paris Campbell today. No T.Y. Hilton once again. It's going to be an interesting game because I really think that if Jacksonville loses this, you can pretty much start to count them out in the AFC South race. And then you got to wonder, okay, is everyone coming back in 2020 if Jacksonville fails to make the playoffs again for a second consecutive season after what a strong showing they had back in the 2017 campaign? All right, he's Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider with Brian Noah, Mandy Furman. I want to go back to the Thursday night smackdown on Fox. Not the Friday night, but the Thursday night one. Steelers-Browns, Mason Rudolph gets no suspension from the Steelers, and I want to know why. Miles Garrett, you know, he could be missing as many as 10 games. Again with this. Right, it is, because I don't know why Mason Rudolph is just walking away. His his agent had some chutzpah here saying they were going to press charges, then he backed off. I mean, come on. He instigated this thing. Please set him straight out. Just for for accuracy on Twitter, the agent put out that they were reviewing the matter, and ultimately Mason Rudolph said they would not be pursuing anything from a legal standpoint. And that was something I believe that came up almost 20 years ago with Marty McSorley in the NHL when it came to uh, assaulting a player on the ice. But in this case, when you look at the original play and what triggered the fight, 
it was a little bit of extra mustard being put on that hot dog by Miles Garrett at the end of that play. You notice he takes down Mason Rudolph, uh, you know, on a hit. It wasn't even a sack, but it was a quarterback hit. Mm-hmm. And then he starts laying on top of him, and he doesn't get off. And that's where things just really started to disintegrate from there. And Mason Rudolph, you know, trying to rip off Miles Garrett's helmet after Garrett had instigated things by, again, laying on the quarterback well after the, the, the play, you know, on, on, from Garrett's standpoint had ended. So that's what triggers all this. No, I mean, you'll get a fine for Mason Rudolph. Of course, he's not completely innocent in this matter either. But let's not forget here, who's the person that swung the helmet? It was Miles Garrett. He's the one who lost his cool. He's the one who right, pays a heavy right. price because now all we think about with Miles Garrett, the rest of his career at this point, until he does something like lead the NFL in sacks or win a Super Bowl and we can write the redemption story, all we're going to think about for him is swinging that helmet, much like all we think about with Leon Lett is trying to land on a football mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving Day in the ice in Dallas back in the 90s and getting caught from behind by Don Beebe. So you look at the damage to Miles Garrett, it goes far beyond losing the rest of the season. You're talking about a man who's going to have a, a check mark on his career for the rest of it. I'm curious what you think about Cap, Alex. My view is I think it was clunky on the NFL's part to <laughs> insist that the workout is yesterday. I thought it was clunky on Cap's part to release a statement 30 minutes before the workout and say, screw that, I'm going to do my own thing here, media's allowed. I don't think either the NFL or Kaepernick did themselves favors in this whole thing. What's your view on it? You're absolutely right. They both look terrible in all this. And, you know, we can't say, oh, the NFL, out of the goodness of its heart, was giving Colin Kaepernick a workout. There was obviously some sort of motive that we still don't know from the league why they made an exception for Colin Kaepernick. Because I don't see Johnny Manziel getting his own private workout, right? I don't see any other out-of-work quarterback uh, getting their own schmoz from the NFL to try to help them get back in the league, but there's obviously mitigating circumstances around Colin Kaepernick. Why now? Why this olive branch supposedly being ascended to Colin Kaepernick? And then, you know, of course, things so clunky, and like you say, you know, they don't fly in Colin's own wide receivers. They wanted him to work initially with a group of guys he's never thrown to before. That's not going to help him. You know, you like to have some rapport between the guys. You have two coaches that were supposed to run this thing, and Hugh Jackson and Joe Philbin, who had no prior relationship to Colin Kaepernick. What type of script were they planning to run, you know, to showcase his throwing ability? And then Hugh ultimately doesn't go to the workout because Colin changes it. And one has to wonder what, you know, Colin's motivation for not working out at Falcons headquarters and not signing the waiver that the NFL wanted basically having to do with injury. Also, the commercial exploitation of Colin Kaepernick, if I'm not mistaken, he had a Nike crew with him trying to film something for a commercial. So who knows what light the NFL would have been cast in or will be cast in based upon this. Both sides lose in this regard. The one thing it does is this. Any team that has interest in seeing Colin Kaepernick now can say, oh, well, we, you know, and wants to sign him. Hey, we did our due diligence. We saw him in the workout. He looks great. Let's offer him a contract. But is that contract coming anytime soon? I don't know. We're in week 11 of the NFL season. He doesn't have time to learn a new playbook and excel at it. Oh, and by the way, as soon as you put him on your team, guess what? Oh, well, Colin Kaepernick's not just enough to sign him. He's got to be playing. Let's put him out there, and you undermine whoever your starting quarterback is anytime they have any sort of minor screw-up. So you see where I'm going with this. I don't know what has really changed in the landscape of all of this with Colin Kaepernick, but at least the NFL can now say we gave the guy a chance to work out for every NFL team. Colin Kaepernick can say, I showed you I'm ready to play. There's other reasons besides football that you're not signing me. Alex Marvez, you want an example of a coach who basically lost his team and lost the locker room? The Jets coach, Adam Gaze, says he's unhappy with players' complaints on social media. You know, why is it happening to him? I don't see that happening in New England, all right? 
No, you don't. And, and well, that's also the gravitas of Adam Gates, right? And players are rebelling against the medical staff. They're rebe- you know, in this related example, Quincy Onunwa, good guy, well liked by, by the previous management of the New York Jets, who was resigned to a contract extension last year, and he injured his neck, and he's out again this year. And what Adam Gates did was highlight on a board inside team headquarters that Quincy Onunwa was fined about $27,000 because he missed two rehab sessions. They're basically trying to single out Quincy Onunwa. Now, instead of talking to Quincy, keep it a private matter, et cetera, you know, Quincy felt really hurt by this, and he had some mitigating circumstances. He's not saying that he was right about it, but he was tired of getting called out by Adam Gase about this, and he was frustrated about the fact this was pointed out. You do this after what happened, uh, you know, with Kalichi Assembly, their guard, who says, I have a torn labrum, I cannot play. You were trying to shoot me up with painkillers and put me out on the field, and I won't do it. You do both of those things, and my goodness, no wonder you lose the trust of the locker room. And now you have an owner in Christopher Johnson, an acting owner, who has enabled Adam Gase, who says, oh, all this is fine because he'll be back next year, even if we lose the rest of the way, even if the team continues to rebel against Adam Gase. So, you know, of course, this is why they're the Jets, right? I mean, it's really really the easiest way to answer this and why they're going on, what, eight years now without a playoff appearance? And, and oh. nobody should be holding their breath for them to get back in. Bad organization. You're amazing. You're the man, the maven of the NFL. He's our guy, Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. Get him on Twitter, at Alex Marvez. Have a wonderful day and a better week. We love you to death. Mazel mazel, gentlemen. Thank you. There we go. Brian, no. I, I was curious. Yes. I was going to try to sneak in there. Oh, if I'm sorry. the Jets oh. organization is worse than your take that Mason Rudolph should be suspended. I don't know which is worse. It's close. Wow. Photo finish. You won't let it go. I mean, could you get your foot <laughs> off my neck, please? Really, it's, it's beginning to hurt me a little bit, really. But wait till you hear who's blowing these leaves away. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Nose picks coming right up. By the way, he is Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. And we are proudly brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard will not hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. And at the top of the hour, that will be 9 o'clock on the East Coast. Mike Harmon and Will Blackman join you on iHeartRadio, on Sirius XM Channel 83, and, of course, on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. But right now, let's Let's go to my buy, my guy, my partner, Brian Noah knows picks. Are you ready for it? All right, Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian Noah is here. Now the time has come for nose picks. All right, nose Andy, picks. it was a case of the good, the bad, and the ordinary. Let's hear last Let's week hear. for me. One, one, and one. That's Not what bad. happened. Not bad. Yeah. I won with the Seahawks plus six and a half. They won outright. I'll just highlight that one. <laughs> you don't need to know the rest. All right, so we're fast forwarding to this week, baby. Looking for a big week. I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm laying the seven. No Matthew Stafford. As much as Matthew Stafford gets vilified for his overall record with the Lions, yeah, look at the Lions without him. Not a sexy picture. So I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm laying the seven points. I think Ezekiel Elliott runs crazy against a bad rush defense. I agree today. with you there, but my last my last line was four and a half. I don't know where you got seven from. Well, you got to look at the updated odds because there's no Matthew Stafford. I know, but I got Andy these Fred. odds at 7 a.m. this morning. Eastern time. All right. You 
You're going on those uh, those junk websites over okay, there. Okay, whatever. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, that's fine. <laughs> All right, so we got the uh, Houston Texans taking on the Baltimore Ravens today. The Ravens have feasted on one of the easiest schedules in football. You give me four in the hook with Deshaun yeah, Watson, the playmaker yeah. over there, against yeah. that Ravens defense, which I'm not thrilled with. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the Houston like Texans that. today, plus four and a half. That is so far two for two, I'm with you. Okay, I like that. Also, last game. This might get disagreement here. Dogs are barking, baby. That's right. I'm going with Gang Green. The Jets are on a roll. They've won a game. So I'm taking the Jets plus a point and a half against Dwayne Haskins and the Washington Redskins. I don't think that the Redskins are going to be able to run the ball that well against the Jets team that stops the rush. And if you need Dwayne Haskins to make a bunch of plays, I, I, I don't love it. that. I don't love that. Yeah. I'm going to take the Jets on the road against the Redskins. What Not do you think bad. about that? No, don't question. I like that. I like your picks today. I think you get a perfect score today. I really do. Okay, beautiful. Well, it's time to go your own way, Andy. What do you have for us? I'm going my own way because you're going to love this. The residents of Dutchess County, New York, benefited recently from a free leaf removal service courtesy of... Pornhub. Yes, Pornhub, <laughs> the online porn giant, had a three-day promotion during which all people and companies based in Dutchess County, New York, were granted free leaf removal on a first-come, first-served basis. To do this, they partnered with Dutchess Lawns, a company that was willing to emblemize their uniforms and trucks with the black and orange Pornhub logo. Would you wear the Pornhub logo on your shirt? Would you do that? I just don't... That's a promotion. I didn't see, you know, I, I didn't see that one. Uh, well, I did. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one. I was just going to go did. with that. How about uh, this, Andy Furman? According to The Athletic, that's right, a Houston Astros unnamed front office executive wrote an email in August of 2017. He was asking scouts to pursue stealing signs from the stands. Part of this email reads, one thing in specific we are looking for is picking up signs coming out of the dugout. Huh? We are looking for what we are looking for is how much we can see, how we could log things if we need cameras slash binoculars, etc. So go to game, see what you can and can't do, and report back your findings. There's a paper trail here with the Astros cheating ways. Using electronics, technology, unbelievable what's going on. Yeah, I wish we had more time to talk about this because the biggest cheater of them all is Alex Rodriguez, and he's still working big time. But we'll see you next week right here on Fox Radio. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.